Hey man, is that Ben a trailer? Why is he dressed like Albino Kirk? I don't know, but he's drunk as fuck. He's stumbling all over the place. I heard he's got the hots for Laurie Strode, though. From Strode Reality? No shit. Dude, that cop needs to slow the fuck down. Yeah, speed kills. Oh shit, here he comes. Here comes the spooky! Oh man, I heard they found a bunch of naked boys over at the Doyle house. I think one of them was Cincinnati Jim! What's going on all you chuds and chudettes and spooky squads? Here comes the spookies back with you. Uh, we come at you with episode 29. This time we're talking Halloween part 2. Before we get to that, we got to talk about another Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. Really? So sit back, relax, tie your buddy to a chair, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. What's going on, nachos? How the fuck is everybody doing this fine Sunday evening? Uh, doing great, buddy. Doing great. Uh, tonight, we've got uh, your favorite Halloween movie. Yeah. Halloween Part 2, Rob Zombie's version. Yes. Nah, I'm just kidding. Rob Zombie is God. <laughs> uh, and with us uh, in the studio today, we've got uh, uh, Texas Nick. Nick, how you doing with us, buddy? Doing great. Glad, glad to be here. How you do? How you doing, Texas Nick? Or how y'all doing, Texas Nick? Just ready for some nachos. Mmm. <laughs> Let me work out some sour cream. We'll figure all Just the need things. Some out. jalapenos, no chainsaws. Sandwich chainsaws. So Nick, uh, first time being on the podcast. He's a fan. He's che- he's checked us out. Listened listen to uh, most of the episodes there. So uh, he was bumbling around tonight, and we hey we had a spot. So. Why not, right? Let's, Fuck it, put let's get everybody we can fucking on here because uh, I am real tired of talking to you all the goddamn time. Dude, your face and all the whole the words coming out of your hole. I like you, buddy, but Jesus Christ. Glad to be a fanboy for you. Hey, thanks Aww. for coming, buddy. Really appreciate it. Cheers to Clink. that. Clink. All right. That was me dropping my glass eye, actually. <laughs> all right, so before we get to the movie, of course, we've got... News and stuff. All right, so first up, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is getting another sequel slash reboot. But why? I don't know why, because people love to throw money at this franchise for some reason. This is a new sequel that will ignore all the others. Oh, I've seen that one. Right, or the other one. Or that other one. Yeah. So this is going to follow the 1974 film. Uh, it's due out in 2021. I want to say they don't have anybody tied to it. Basically, they have a website up that just has like a teaser poster with the date. And it talks about how like in 1974, he went crazy. And now he's back in 2021. So I don't know if this is like a modern day version. Like it's been that long. God, set it in the 80s and make it almost Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. But like with more hair metal kind of shit. And more chainsaw battles. Yes. Fuck Yes. Chainsaw duels. Yes. Like every five minutes. And we'll totally ignore Flaming chainsaws. Oh, oh God, yeah. shit. A, ch- a chainsaw that's on fire? Like fucking old boy from Resident Evil 4. But what are you going to do without Dennis Hopper? Get his kid. Is this kid as crazy as he is? Plus cocaine, yeah. Has, dude. has to be. It's same DNA. I just figured <laughs> that Dennis Hopper was just like that without cocaine. It's just Hopper. Dude, what is it? What is it? Fucking, never mind. Moving on. All right. Mario Brothers. So, um... <laughs> Never saw it. According to science, all right, now science is important. 
A lot of people are ignoring it nowadays, but it is important. According to science, Sinister is the scariest movie of all time. Have you seen Sinister? I have not. Oh, man, it's great. So this is a newer one. Do you know about it then? I do. Okay. It's scary as fuck. Yeah. I love it. It's fantastic. It's got uh, stars um, um, Ethan Hawke. Hawke face. So according to this study uh, by this UK-based company brand... Our broadband choices determined the science of scares can be tested via pouring through various critics lists and Reddit recommendations to come up with the top 50 shiver inducing horror films. Said films were then watched by a panel of 50 people all the while being hooked with a heart monitor to see which upped their blood pressure the most. And sinister was the number one across the board. Now I was uh, telling nachos uh, earlier in, in, in uh, this month you know, because it's spooky season. My wife is not a scary movie fan. I get to watch one, maybe two a year with her. And she was like, pick me something. Uh, you know, I like the screen movies. Uh, I like House on Haunted Hill. So something like that. And I was like, instantly, I was like, ooh, you want like something with like a ghost. So I instantly went sinister, not thinking how terrifying this movie is. And within the first 40 minutes, she's like, shut it off. I don't want to watch this anymore. Shut it the fuck off. <laughs> At a one out of 10, you fucking dropped her a 20, dude. That's, yeah. that's, uh, so how comfortable was the couch that night? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I actually did sleep down here in the CNC Fart Factory. My wife was very unpleased with, with this brand of movie, considering the other movie that I got her to watch this month was Club Dread. Oh, that movie's a fucking... You think any money has to put up with this shit? <laughs> I love Club Dread. Club Dread's fucking Mother, fun. Motherfucker, son of a son of a bitch. All but right, go ahead. Texas Nick, you would you would like this movie. It is... because So Texas Nick... Uh, when he got into the Founder of the Butler podcast, he texted me and he was like, hey, I want to introduce my daughter to some horror movies. Can you give me recommendations? And I was like, absolutely. So I you know, I listed off a lot of the big ones and then threw some curveballs in there like Sleepaway Camp. And then I was like, wait, how old's your daughter? And he's like, uh, she's 15, right? 12. 12? Right. Now. Okay. Almost 13, yeah. And I was like, well, maybe not Sleepaway Camp. What, did you go to Collinsville with that math, buddy? <laughs> Come on, fuck. Yeah, I'm bad at it. But uh, this, I should have thrown this on there if it wasn't. This is the, worth a watch, and it's terrifying. Nacho saw it first in theater. And then when it came out on home video, he bought it. Came over to my house, gave it home to me. Home video? Yeah, home video. How old are you? Did you go to Blockbuster? Yeah. <laughs> no, Blockbuster didn't have it, so I had to go to pick a video to get oh, it. Nice. Had it for three days. Hollywood video. <laughs> oh, shit. To be young again. So he gave it to me, and he's like, I got to go do some shit. I'm going to come back in a couple hours. You get to watch this tonight or watch this today in this dark room. I had like a, just a very dark, like tower that in my house. And he's like, all the lights are off. Watch it. I'll be back. Tell me what you fucking thought. And whoa, did that fucking movie blow me away? And it was super fucking scary. And it still is. It's, it's definitely worth it. You know, what isn't scary? The sequel. Sinister too. Yeah. Well, the deputy awesome is in there though. Oh, Dude, so without getting into the movie, but just a briefly one thing. So sometimes in the summer I mow lawns and shit, and occasionally we'll hit that last yard kind of thing. So I'll put the sinister tra- soundtrack on and kind of mow as it's getting dark. Ooh. I'm not gonna say anything, but if you know what I'm talking about, yes, that'll fuck you up. Now, now I know what I'm doing tonight. That's yep, <laughs> dude, it's so it's good. It's three in the morning, but he's mowing the lawn. It's like, <laughs> don't be envious of his productivity. You know, so. For people listening, is it more? I like the psychological stuff, right? This so, is that mess with your brain, not necessarily. So this is this is not a slasher. It's not a haunted house. It's a uh, right up my alley. It's yeah. Good. It's it's more like an entity. Yeah, not a ghost, but a specter. But it has a but it, there's a, uh, a whohodunit sort of motif it, to it, it leave, as well. Does it leave plasma behind? 
if you're lucky. Nice. Yeah, it's got a good like whodunit motif. Like he's Ethan Hawke's trying to figure out these. He's a true crime writer, and he moves into the house where this murder had took place. This entire family, uh, where everyone was hung from a tree in the backyard, and he's trying to figure out why, who killed the family, and what happened to their uh, like youngest daughter, daughter or son, I can't remember. Uh, uh, who child child human who disappeared human. it wasn't with the rest of the dead bodies and that's what he's trying to do so he's in town trying to figure that out and then shit just fucking takes off from there and he's living in the house that the murder took place and he did not tell his family about it too so you get that as well that intro is fucking rough yeah let's save it for the sinister podcast though oh yeah i will be listening to that oh it's so good all right last here uh never hike in the snow by our very good friend, Vincent DeSanti. Our personal friend. Right? We talk about it all the time. It, um, this is in its final call on their Indiegogo page where you can still support the film by purchasing cool merchandise such as Never Hike Alone, Never you, Hike in the Snow face masks. It's okay. Uh, you can get pins, uh, etc. You can also get a first print Blu-ray of the movie complete with special features. And you get like a little autographed card and stuff like that. Uh, so it's very cool. It's twenty bucks to to back it for the Blu-ray. It's like ten bucks for the face mask. I think fifteen for the pins. They sometimes have VHS copies. Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely cool. They're doing their like last kind of run to like, hey, like we're just trying to recoup some cost here. Just you're gonna get it at cost, right? It's a twenty dollar Blu-ray. There you go. Get it, boy. So definitely check that out. All right. When where was the first time you saw this movie? Guests go first. So Texas Nick. First time you saw this movie, where were you? How old were you? Oh, I'm having to think. I was probably, I don't know, 10 or 11. So, yeah, um, I know it had to be around Halloween. And I have to admit, this is probably my favorite horror franchise of all time. Well, the earlier ones, not the later crap that they put out. Wait, you don't like the one with Buster Rhymes, man? Yeah. Trick or treat, I, motherfucker. I do. You mean you mean the one that Buster Rhymes takes Michael down? Oof. <laughs> Oof. Somehow. Hey man. It's that sweet kung fu. <laughs> That's what rocks with the go-go's. I no. like that movie. Uh also my favorite franchise. Uh Nachos, when was the first time you saw this? Well, we've we've heard this story. Give us kind of the abridged version. I was eight years old. And I was watching the shit off of USA. Up all night. Up. All night. And so the shitty TV edited version though. Yeah. So like when I went to stay with my grandma kind of thing, she's like, look, little shit goblin, because <laughs> grandma was precious. She's like, you can rent two movies from Cock Bluster. Or <clears throat> Blockbuster. Cock, cock Blister. <laughs> cock Blister. I was gonna say Cock Luster, but I like yours too. <laughs> like the cut of your Cock Blister video. Wow. What a fist in. <laughs> The good, the good stuff's in the back. You never know when a homeless guy may ask you for some asaconda. So uh, back to my grandma now. Uh, she's like, rent two movies. So I rented Jim Carrey's The Mask, you know, to counterbalance the spooky factor. Yeah. And then fucking Halloween, too. Because Speaking of The Mask, you know, that's getting a remake. But it's going to be uh, like the OG, like like it is the comics, yeah, like right. super oh, fucking violent. Ultra violent. Yeah. So what was scarier, The Mask or Halloween? Uh, I don't know. That part in the mask when he jams the mufflers up those dudes' asses uh, was pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, low emissions. Yeah, I'll, take, I'll take a butcher knife in the chest over a muffler up right. the ass yeah. any day. Um, so, now, this was the first Halloween movie you had seen, right? Yes. Because so you, yes. you, you wrote off the first one because this was your jam. You're like, fuck the first one. This is my movie. Well, it's just you kind of got to get what USA gives to you kind of thing, and they bring you that nice little recap. So Yeah. I was like, well, I think I got the best of Halloween. 
but without PJ Souls' movies. It, you were trying to get the 900 numbers. Oh, <laughs> so this came on You don't have to be alone tonight. <laughs> Just call, call me, me and pick up the phone. We can have a real a good time. Just grab your dad's credit card and rack up those bills. <laughs> it was so hard trying to masturbate for the 30 seconds it was on. <laughs> No, you're in the right age. You can nut like in fucking channel seconds, and you go back for the second round, and then you see Gilbert Godfrey's face, and your dick turns into a noose and hangs your balls. <laughs> How about you, Cincinnati Jeff? All right. Uh, so I was ten years old. Uh, my dad let me rent this, kind of similar to Nachos, uh, where you know we would go to One Stop Video. It was a video rental store and a barber shop in Smithton, Illinois. This place, uh, this town has like 500 fucking people living in it. There was no gas station chicken, too? There was a Casey's. That was the big deal. You had the Wessels Food Market across the street, the Casey's where everybody went for pizza, and then the One Stop Video. When they got a Mexican restaurant... Uh, in like 2000, before they tried to run it out of town, everybody was like, yeah, Taco this is Bell dope. Count, there were no fucking fast food. There's no fast food restaurants in this town. I mean, you sneeze and you'll miss it. It's fucking small. One cop. That's like that's all they got. It's fucking Barney Five. But it's your uh, bracket. But they like they had the horror section and just like most away. most kids that age, like I just went and fucking you know perused it. Like I have all the VHS like covers just burned into my brain. So I rented Mega Man 3 on NES. Fuck yes. Well I rented um, uh, four rooms. <laughs> I love that fucking... There's a dead horse stuck in the fucking mattress. <laughs> and then I rented this. And my dad, he let me watch it uh, up until uh, until the boobies came on. And it was like, I didn't have to leave the room, but he just like covered my eyes. It was just it was with his boobs, his fucking meaty hands. No, your dad popped his top and just fucking <laughs> knee slid in front of the TV. He's like... What would he say? It's like, you like these ghosts, Bob? Or fucking, okay, I'll shut up now. So, Dad, what is on the TV? <laughs> this, I don't want to know. This is not uh, a video nasty. This is not on our Hello Nasty list. Um, directed by Rick Rosenthal. Who the is, rapper? He's got uh, he's got some chops to his name here. Okay. All right. He uh, resurrected. <laughs> He directed Halloween Resurrection. That's right. Uh, Apparently, everybody in this room hates it but me. Oh, shut your butt, dude. It's like... I like fucking Buster It's a piece of shit, but it's a good piece of shit. It's a fun... Yeah, it's it's the dump you take when you're done. You're like, that was good poop. Look, if I need somebody to talk really fast, he's the perfect guy to go to. (laughs) If I need somebody to flip mode squad, we got Buster. Oh, no, there's no flip... Have you seen Buster lately? No, it he looked like, like he, he ate the flip mode, Scott. <laughs> like he's a big boy. Instead, he died of lemonade, sugar, and flip mode squad. Uh, he also directed that. Um, that wasp video. No, oh, okay. The uh, the birds too. Oh, lands in yeah. The fucking Showtime. I never saw it. I just like I'm fucking the made for TV fucking birds movie. I'm in like the 90s. eight years old. I'm like, mom, is this gonna be bad? She's like, yeah. So the birds was one of the first horror movies my dad ever introduced me to, and then we went and rented the birds too from the same video store. And as a kid, I loved the birds too, right? Because I'm dumb and don't know any better. And now I'm like, okay, it, it, nostalgia cannot help this movie. It, it the birds too just it's a piece of shit. Have you ever seen it? They're seagulls. I, it's I, fucking I, awful. I tried not to. Yeah. It's really hard to follow up Hitchcock unless you're what I think Mick Garris did Psycho 2. Or was that Joe Dante? Oh, no. What Mick Garris did three. three. He did three. Yeah. Yes. I just corrected myself from like episode six when we were on that big <laughs> you, just Mick, Mick Garris. Garris dick riders. Yeah, that, you, not me. 
So, um, all right. It's time to meet our casualties! Oh my god, he's killing me! He's killing me! He's killing me! You get a knife! You get a knife! Everybody gets a knife! Alright, so we've got a repeat of a lot of the casting crew from before, but we've got some new names here as well. So, you know, we'll just let the badass song finish out and we'll get to it. Bum, bum. I love the xylophone. This song brought to you by Jamie Lee Curtis Wig. And Rogaine. And Activia. Because <laughs> you see yourself in the wig, then you shit yourself. Activia. Oh, don't, don't forget the Cialis we need for Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> so her click can get real hard, and she can fuck me in my dick hole. So, returning first well, up, you're we, there. we've got... Donald Pleasance. Donnie Pleasance! Right, Dr. Loomis, as before, Halloween franchise, 007. He was Ernest Blofeld and Only Lived Twice. He was in THX 1138. He was in Phenomena with it, old big boobies. And motherfucker smells like cabbage farts. We can't say that because she was like 15 in that, and it sounds really gross. But that chimpanzee with that sweet red butt. Mm-hmm. Prince of Darkness, Escape from New York, Alone in the Dark, where he plays another Dr. Loomis. Right. Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, is Laurie Strode. Never heard of her. From The Fog, Prom Night, Terror Train, Road Games. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. <laughs> uh, that one season of NCIS, the Halloween franchise, Trading Places, True Lies, A Fish Called Wanda, and then, of course, one of my favorites, Virus. It's Ken. It is c- 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 coming to c- 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 kill me. <laughs> you made that joke last time, you repeating piece of shit. Uh, get ready. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I call them callbacks. I, uh, I have to say, True Lies... Shaboing boy! Um, One of the most yeah, fun no, and best I, made action movies of all time. There, there was a couple of scenes, specifically one when Arnold I does that strip cheese in my room. Oh, strip cheese, myself. Strip cheese a lot. He's fucking peeling cheese strips on himself. He's like, yeah. Tom Arnold, come over here and bite them <laughs> off me. Come get my cheese, Jimmy. Get my cheddar. <laughs> do it slow. Do it, do simple. Bite my cheese. It smells. Wonderful. <laughs> it smells so good. Uh. I gotta say that Tom Arnold stole the show in that fucking no, movie. No, fuck you. It's fucking Bill. It's no. Bill Paxton. My, I got a little dick. Okay. Nobody wants to fuck And me. it's pathetic. My favorite scene in that entire movie is when they're filming the terrorist telling, you know, giving his big speech and the guy, like, starts sweating because the batteries die on the camera. And he batteries! Goes, no batteries! No batteries! No batteries! Some moron! <laughs> All right, I'll stick with this every time. She's got an ass like a 10-year-old boy and breasts that make you want to beg for butter. Dude, I still say that to this day. What does that mean? Ass like a 10-year-old boy. Oh, yeah, the hurt hey, ass. Come, of it. We're going to be on the list. Come down to Texas, and I'll show you. Uh, so, Te- t- teach you. Tell you. No, never mind. That Moving same on. scene, <laughs> Texas Nick, over. Where, uh, where Arnold, like, he's like, can you, your husband will tell me what this is, or I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you. And he's like, I know what that is. It's a snow cone maker. <laughs> Is it a water heater? <laughs> yeah, dude, I love Halloween too. All right, all right, all right. Um, Charles Cipher, digest. who who plays uh, Sheriff Lee Brackett uh, in uh, Assault on Precinct Thirteen, The Fog, Escape from New York, Halloween Two, Death Wish Two, Grizzly, The Concert, or The Return, The Return of the Concert. Also in Major League and Loaded Weapon. I fucking love Loaded Weapon. And, um, and I think I listened to the last episode. I believe he was the infield coach for 
major league because Take Texas he came all the way was, from Texas he to was score the one, he was the one beating the shit out of uh, Corbin Burnson with the ground balls in third base man we are big Corbin Burnson fans in this show because we love psych and the dentist is yeah you like the dentist if it comes to teeth shit I am fucking gluing you know, yeah, they're that's good gross. though gross uh, appreciate you for setting us straight because I couldn't remember what he did on, on the twins team but oh, you know what dude that's well, better than a it snooty was the, email it was the Indians person. and they're still shitty Oh. oh, it wasn't the Twins, was it? It was the Indians. It was the but Indians. the Twins are pretty shitty, too. Damn. God damn it's like a The Twins was, uh, which which baseball movie was that? Was that... Uh, that was like the rookie or something. Yeah. The Angels the in your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the human personification of, of a mean email, but in person. I appreciate this. I like this feedback much better. Way better than telling me that fucking Corey Haim worked hard from a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> Corey Haim was handy capable. It's like, you're going to be handy capable when I put you down a flight of steps. We've also got Lance Guest, who plays Jimmy. Yay! Now, Jimmy, Jimmy. or Lance Guest, uh, he was in Jaws the Revenge. Yes, he, he plays uh, the oldest Brody boy. Um, and and he's the lead character in The Last Starfighter. Beep, 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 beep. Which is getting a remake uh, sequel. Yo, guess who... Di- Wait, we said this last time. Yeah, guess who directed it? I don't know. Listen to the first episode, you fucking ghouls. We've also got... Who directed uh, it? Uh, Nick Castle, The Shape from Thank Halloween. You. Yes. Uh, Nancy Stevens, who plays Nurse Marion Chambers. Though? What? There's been multiple shapes. Uh, the hexagon. Okay. <laughs> the circle. <laughs> uh, Marion Chambers, uh, she's in Halloween, Halloween 2, H2O, and she's coming back for Halloween Kills. And I forgot to mention that Charles Cypher is also coming back for Halloween Kills. What? Uh, what would Rob Zombie say? Hell yeah! <laughs> Leo Rossi plays Bud. I fucking love Bud. He was the uh, serial killer in Maniac Cop 2. Turkel. Yes. I love Maniac Cop 2. And then we've got Dick Warlock. Who Which plays is like the best name ever. The Shape. Now, Dick was in Halloween 3. He was the assassin android. And he was also in Pumpkinhead. That's right. Yes. And Movies he, does a, he was stunt. Kurt Russell's personal stunt double. Or, yeah, stunt double for like 25 years, too. So he's like does stunts on like... Uh, all these ski, like ski from New York and like LA. He would he is stunt coordinator on Friday Thirteenth Part Five. Fuck out! You know way. Yeah, I mean you would know. He did a lot of shit. Greatest Kurt Russell movie of all time. Big Trouble Little China. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Stunts there as well. Yeah. Greatest movie. He ever. It, he exploded yeah. the head. He uses he used his psychic powers to make the head pop. Nice. From the Thunder guy. Oh, whose yeah, fucking yeah, job yeah. was just to get yeah. fucking fat. Yeah. <laughs> Who kind of started to look like Jean Claude Van Damme for a second? <laughs> okay, so as anyway, much as I love, big... but we digest. <laughs> as much as I love Mortal Kombat, dude, why the fuck? Jack right? Burton, sorry, God, brain fart. Yeah. Why isn't Jack Burton a playable character in fucking Mortal Kombat, where he doesn't do anything? He just like shoots the wall and fucking like then the ceiling drops on you, and he summons like clay gods or <laughs> you know like he brings everybody else in from the movie to do his it. His like, intro is to do that, and then Egg comes in and fucking takes care of the fucking business. <laughs> Gracie Law comes over and fucking smooches you and shit. It's just me, Gracie Law. <laughs> Who the fuck enters a room like that? Me from now on for the rest of my fucking life. Dude. It's just me, not. Just yeah, werewolf. yeah it, it's we're no, it's no longer Buffalo. It's the Gracie Law intro. I just want to drive around that tractor trailer for the rest of my life. Oh, the old pork chop express. So released in 1981, uh, which we have had some films from from this uh, year before. Is uh, came up with actually quite a few good ones. American War from London, 
I know Nachos, you're not a big fan. Hey, it's okay, man. The Howling. Oh! Funhouse with uh, Toby Hoops, right? That's the Hoop Dog. Yeah. Uh, the Evil Dead. Never heard of it. Happy Birthday to Me. Happy Birthday, Polly. Friday the 13th, Part II. Part dos. Scanners. Yeah. My Bloody Valentine. S- solid flick. Hell Knight. Hell no. The Prowler. Oh, wow, that was 81? No shit. Was it uh, Joe Zito? Is that what it was? That's right. Joseph yeah. Zito, who did uh, Final Chapter. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Madman. <laughs> and our favorite movie dick of all time, Ghost Story. Oh, yeah, dude. Love you scene see full. Doctor, Dr. Neil Gordon's flappy ass dong all the way down. In like the first fucking three minutes of the movie. If from the fucking ghost of Gangbang's past. <laughs> all right. That's so, how to watch flick. VHS, multiple DVDs. So, shitty good times. Uh, Anyway, I'll let you do your thing. Yeah, no, you got it. Yeah, the the crappy ones. They bad. Uh, Scream Factory had uh, multiple Blu-ray releases, as well as the Scream Factory Anchor Bay co-op fucking box Actually, set. Anchor Bay didn't do it because Universal owned it, so it's a different thing. It's just the Anchor Bay set with Scream oh, Factory. Yeah, yeah, the, the, Anchor Bay did not release their own. Anchor right. Bay and Scream Factory seizured together <laughs> and uh, released it. And that one comes with the original and the TV edit, which cool that it's there. Nothing, it's unnecessary. Yeah, like there's one or two parts that yeah. even are relevant. the TV edit. It's my it, you did text me earlier. You were it, like, I want to watch Halloween, but not the fucking TV version. It, I'm like, no, fuck that. It not so scary. <laughs> So right, let me jump in here real quick. Go ahead. Uh, I got to call bullshit on this. So reviewing the movie, uh, I like subtitles because it makes my job a little easier. So I put in the fucking, you know, like Omega disc, you know, the collective set. The Scream Factory one? Yeah. And I put it in. I'm like, oh, where's my subtitles? It's like, nope. I was like, what if it's on the TV edit? Nope. And I'm like, well, I'll be fucking because I have the other Scream Factory version because I'm that fucking dork. And I put that in. Nothing. And I'm just like. It's on my DVD. Yeah, I had to go get my Halloween 2, Halloween 3 dual disc fucking bullshit and put that in. Screen Factory, what the fuck? Probably something they forgot. Nobody called them out. They're they're really good, but they're bad at that when they do their box sets. This box set was the first one I ever bought, and it had a recall on one part, of the movies. Part 4. Yeah. Because there was too much uh, butt sex. <laughs> Must be in the... Is it, you get the European it version? It was not enough is butt sex, sorry. <laughs> I just what do you got to do the next we day? We know you watch your subtitles in French, so you're all about that. <laughs> Is the European cut. <laughs> always with the European cuts? Because <laughs> I know the the Friday Thirteenth box set has a recall on three discs: uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Three, Jason Goes to Hell, and I want to say Jason X. Can they just recall all of those? Period. So you just have to show them proof of purchase, and they're going to send you the new ones. And then, like, they're coded with, like, a uh, like a little thing at the bottom to let you know it's, like, the new disc. They give them to you for free, uh, but they do the same thing with the Halloween box set. So, there's probably something they forgot and just didn't, like, nobody called them on it. Because how often we watch it with commentary to help take notes. But, I mean, how often do you really watch it? With I do all the time. I'm a big dork like that. I'll watch it with commentary and fucking subtitles on at the same time. I understand. I don't get out a lot. So, there's a lot going on. <laughs> Me staying at home. <laughs> All right, you boys ready to horse around with some maniacs? Let's do it. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering you. <sighs> nice. So before we get started, I do want to say that this is the original sequel. This is the original Halloween 2. This is not Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 or the new Halloween 2 or H4O or Halloween 2018, whatever you want to fucking call it. This is the OG one. I just called Halloween 2. That's what I call it. But 
you know, it shit gets confusing with this franchise. It's becoming the fucking next Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where it's like, how many fucking sequels to the original am I going to get? So, anyway, Nachos, you took the notes today, sir, so you take it away, buddy. All right, gang. Hey, guys, did you like the ending of the original Halloween? Yeah. Do you like Mr. Sandman by the Chordettes? Yes, I do. Do you want to see somebody get shot seven times with a six-shooter? Bum, 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 because that's how our movie starts. We start with Laurie Strode telling Tommy Doyle and Lindsay Wallace to get the fuck out of Dodge and run screaming down the street. If you needed a briefing of what's going on, maybe watch the original Halloween, which you probably should have done beforehand. It's kind of a big deal. Dr. Samuel Loomis takes out his trusty revolver out for a midnight stroll when he sees the kids running down from the Doyle house. Loomis figures it out and thinks to himself, I need to go to there. (laughs) This looks like a good place to be. Back inside, Lori is just kind of perched up against the doorframe of the master bedroom, reminiscing about that homicide she just committed, totally oblivious to the fact that her buddy Dana Carvey isn't very good at staying dead. So glorious. (laughs) He pops up like a boner in math class and starts choking the ever-living shit out of her. If you listen closely, you can hear her say, Harder, Mikey, I want you to stab me in my squish mitten. Speed kills. Do you want to see how I got these cars? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. None of that. None of that's there. Uh, Loomis runs up and <laughs> breaks up the car fuffle by saying, Did somebody order shots? And it performs a Halloween miracle. That's a really big word for you. I have it like underlined in three different places so I can pronunciate it. <laughs> Did somebody order shots? And it performs a Halloween. Six or seven? Seven. Uh, performs a miracle by shooting Mikey seven times with a six shooter, which is fucking crazy impressive. There was one in the chamber. Right, he's doubling down. He threw the first one. And then he said, Let's see you catch the next one, motherfucker. He, he knocked the first one off the grill of his car and then fired the rest. I like it. So do you think it's like an editing mistake or? No, I have a bit about this later. Okay. (laughs) I'll let you get to it. Uh, Mike then takes a long walk off a short balcony and does a reverse (laughs) five-star frog splash onto the front lawn. Loomis goes to investigate, investigate, but Mikey is lawn gone. (laughs) The dorky-ass neighbor who kind of looks like Willie from Owl. Hold on. Before this guy runs out, when, when fucking Loomis is investigating, I like how fucking... He looks out on the fucking lawn and fucking Mike Myers has fucking left this imprint, this fucking Wiley Coyote fucking like you smash like through a wall body imprint shits. in the fucking lawn. Now I have fallen down several fucking times inside and outside, and I've never left a fucking body imprint in the yard. Like They need to mow that goddamn grass. <laughs> right? That's probably why he just got up a walk, because it was so fucking plush. Just or, clearly or, where he fell. Or he just, like, sucked down into it. It was camouflage. Oh, shit. What is this fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> I got that bit in there, too. Uh, no. All right, so the dorky-ass neighbor comes out who kind of looks like Willie from ALF. I've it, been trick-or-treated to death tonight. He's like, what's going on? Is this some kind of joke? I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight, which Loomis replies, you don't know what death is. And then, like, you hear just the fucking axe. What is this run that Loomis does, too? So I, like, I had paused it. I had to run upstairs for something. And I'm like, I come in down the stairs and I'm thinking to myself about this fucking Loomis run. And I, I try to recreate it like I'm holding a gun. And I was like, I don't think I can fucking run that Sicily if that I try. They do that in Charlie's Angels kind of <laughs> shit. Okay, so to the response of... It's a British thing. Yeah, yeah. It's He's being a UK cunt. You don't know anything of it. Uh, so with a, Loomis... With a K. Yeah, so with you got to be proper. Yeah. 
Loomis, <laughs> runs, Loomis runs off into the night and leaves the front door open. Yeah, he does. That's fucking always shirt. brilliant. Let's leave doors open. All Ugh. the fucking time. I get fucking super fucking heated about it, too. All right. So the Halloween theme starts up this time, and it's synth as fuck with some organ, and it sounds sinister as fuck. Yeah, and this pumpkin's lame, though. Uh, so this is my favorite version of the theme, and as we slowly zoom in, one pumpkin that splits on the pumpkin to reveal a skull inside. This was cool. Is it subtle? Did you see it? Is it is it? Is a little more noticeable than fucking Michael Myers' face stabbing somebody. The, fuck every second of that. I like this shit. one because it's very like the VHS cover, like the OG one, had the pumpkin instead of the car face. It was a skull, like superimposed on it, which was very cool. It's very iconic. What? See, yeah, exactly. Because oh, you, you, like you got the little, you got the little neck of But like, I love that cover, right? It's like a, Open it's like an orange skull on the pumpkin. Spread your cheeks. And it looks really, really cool. So like, that's just like very reminiscent of like kind of what you see on the VHS cover. I don't know if there was ever a poster, but I love that. I love that VHS cover. So I did some research beforehand tonight, and that that picture with the skull is all over YouTube's and other things. So I love that. People one. have definitely taken a lot of iconic images from it. Go on, Nachos. Tell us more. We catch up with Mike, who's hanging out behind a garage, probably not feeling too great because he's been shot half a dozen times with one to grow on, and we run into Loomis, who meets up with our old buddy, Sheriff Lee Brack. Now, did you notice, Not you don't notice now, but later, like this is one of the few POV shots that you get from him? Yes. There's not as many in, in this movie as there was, obviously, in the original I almost remember where I left off at, too. Please go on. But remember you... him from last week? <laughs> Loomis tells Brackett that, I shot him! I shot him six times! Or seven. Or seven. And he tells him at least six times during this thing. Hey, also... In the heart. It, well, probably one of them. Hey, also, probably not a super smart idea to be bragging about shooting people in front of a cop. So, uh... <laughs> You know, that's cool. I shot him without a license. No, he totally has his permit, remember? He goes out of his way. He's like, <laughs> that's no, right, dude, the first one. My firearm's totally legit. It's like, why is that on a fucking Walgreens? It's a, it's a napkin. He's, he's state-sanctioned. It's Illinois. It's all good. <laughs> so Lumi jumps into the cruiser, and they take off. Mike continues his voyeuristic voyage around the neighborhood when he encounters the elderly Elrods. Miss, Mel, uh, uh, Miss Elrod is making a delicious-ass spiral-cut honey ham sandwich while her husband... Or her snoozing hubby, the fucking words, I use them, <laughs> while they're watching fucking Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Mike, they're coming to get you, Barbara. And the horny. They've been dead a long time. <laughs> Mike is like, I haven't eaten a dog in a few hours, so he sneaks into the kitchen and whips up a little <laughs> snack for the road. And he's like, hey, bitch, where's the fluffy whip? the fuck is fluffy whip uh it's uh it's like, uh, you know. Uh, Miracle whip and fucking mayonnaise? No, it's, uh, um. Marshmallow, marshmallow whip, marshmallow fluff and peanut butter, bitch. Yeah, what really? fucking teenage ninja turtle pizza are you guys talking about? <laughs> With gum drops, hey, miracle whip and peanut butter. That's what I grew up on. Buddy. Try it; it's good. All right. Suddenly, a news <laughs> update pops up, interrupting that of Living Dead, informing her this about guy. Michael's earlier handiwork a few streets over. She moonwalks back to the snack station to find that her knife has gone missing, and in return, there's some homemade artisan ketchup in its place. Make so me a sandwich. I caught lady. this. I had not seen this before, but you. So you see the blood like that he drips that she touches, right? Mm -hmm. What I did not see before until this viewing, paying attention, is that he actually also dripped on the sandwich he was making, so it soaks into the bread. Rude. And I'm like, damn, that's cool. I didn't catch that before. That's good. I like that. 
Miss Elrod is so excited, she screams. Hot sauce. <laughs> 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 the dogs are like, what the fuck? They, Help me! They fucking know what they did. You're all right. You're right. All right. <laughs> Riley's got goofy lip going on. You okay, Dr. Riley? I'm going to burn through this paragraph real quick. Let me Paragraph. Paragraph. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Mike walks across the yard when we meet Alice, the girl next door. She pops out the back door whoa, and screamed <laughs> and scream ask, is everything okay at the Elrod's house? Not at the people, but at the house. Oh, this next part's crazy. Nobody answers, so she goes back inside and continues her phone call with her buddy about the screams coming from next door. She says that Mrs. Elrod... <laughs> Did you hear those screams? <laughs> Miss Elrod is always picking on Mr. Elrod. He so probably he, starts beating her. Yes. He <laughs> Go make me a sandwich. He probably got fed up with her and decided to start beating her. Like, she says it so casual, <laughs> too. Fuck. How do you get from there to that? Alice, is everything okay at home? <laughs> Fucking. It was a much different time. Yeah, no shit, dude. Alice is just like, <laughs> this is normal. It's probably just hitting her. Don't come over. And then they went to the disco later. Yeah. It was all good. She'll clean up her own mess. She'll figure it out. You know what the 50th wedding anniversary is? You start beating your wife. That's what it is. Silver? No, black eye. <laughs> all right. Uh... That's, that's for 25. For 50, you get two. That's right. And you don't ask questions. 75 is you look like a state park jack-o'-lantern and they fucking drag you behind your truck. All right. Like this one? Too many teeth. Too, many Too pretty teeth. of a face. It's not even half wilted. Not yet. enough meth in the teeth. Teeth to tattoo ratio at that point. Alice's phone friend tells her about the murders down the road and she starts to freak out. Dude, so casual, too. She's like, well, there was this killer in loose. She killed three people. It was down on Orange Ground. She's like, that's right down the street. She's like, you'll be fine. She's fucking keep talking to me. Yeah, it's, whatever. it's just, you know, that town yeah. where people get So are we hanging out or not? She's like, I'm fucking like. Are you going to pick me up? What are you, uh, house yeah. watching? What are you, don't, house don't, watching a ficus? Get your ass over here, <laughs> Don't bitch. worry about it. A dude yeah, and what is she doing the over there? She never says, I assume she's babysitting, but she doesn't she's fucking talk about it. She's babysitting the Elrods from a distance, so they. <laughs> So they get their midnight sandwich in and don't start beating each other. She's watching. Hard. She's supposed to be dog watching the dog that Mike caught in the fucking alley ten minutes ago. They need diapers. By the change. way, fucking Fido got out. And then he gets the fluffer nut and spreads it on his butthole and eats it like an onion ring, a blooming onion. Yikes! Where where are we? All right. So while this is going on, Mike slides into her DM. I mean the front door and bumps a vase or something. Alice goes to investigate it, but instead she finds a fucking knife to her chest. Death number one, Alice in Murderland. They're, they can't all be gold. Was was the front door left open? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Mikey fucking Rude. leaves it right open. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't even fucking knock. All right, let's yeah. take two drinks for each open door. All right. Clank clank. Oh, and for the viewers at home, why are you watching this or podcast at work. or operating heavy machinery? Uh, drink when we say hospital, the, or avatar. Or, um. <laughs> and I would say in this or when one, I cackle. the number of gunshots that go off, too. Oh, I'm sorry, Riley. Riley does not, not like your joke. <laughs> okay. I, was I that a, did he moan or was that a dog fart? I think it was a moan. I thought I hit him on the dog demographic with eating out assholes, you yeah, know? know? Well, hey, peanut butter. If it's <laughs> your own dog, it's not cheating. Oh, I know. <laughs> Back at the Doyle house, our paramedic pals Jimmy and Bud load up a battle-damaged Lori Stroder into the back of an ambulance, and everybody's a goddamn Hoosier in the neighborhood just hanging out in the front yard. Fucking vultures. Go home. 
All right, now let's jump across town. Oh, hold on. So what is what is the deal with fucking Bud, right? Before he fucking even starts to turn the fucking ambulance on, he's like, you know that girl? Huh? She a friend of yours? Yeah, what's her name? From Strode Realty? Can I fuck her? What's her bra size? It's like, Bud, drive the fucking truck to the god. <laughs> this bitch has been stabbed, Bud. She doesn't have fucking time to play 20 questions. Yeah, and the Bud's Take me like, to the fucking hospital. Beat wagon, sirens, now. Yeah, let's fucking, let's go. fucking go. And Bud's like, well, maybe it won't be the Is last she single? time she gets stabbed tonight. <laughs> wait, wait. Her dad's a realtor? Oh, shit. Is she close so, with her family? If I save her life, what kind of fucking break can I get? So she can be my sugar mama? <laughs> Is he going to wave that 5%? Yeah, he's thinking about the sugar bud, mama thing. Bud, let's fucking go. Make with the noise. Yeah, fuck you, bud. <laughs> Blueberries and cherries, bud, you creep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now let's jump across town to the Haddonfield Memorial Hospital where a woman is walking a small pirate who sucks at shaving. Oh, my God, this is great. It's a child with a razor blade stuck in its mouth. Hold up. So, for the longest time... I only had the crappy good times version of the DVD and VHS. Super dark. So for yes, it is. For so for some reason, I thought the kid had a split lip, and that was an ice cube to his mouth, not a gruesome ass fucking razor blade sticking out of his face. Yeah. So this is the this is the old fucking like old wives' tale. Fucking like you bite a piece of candy, it's got a razor blade stuck in it, kind of well, thing. It's the apples from Demon Knight. Yeah. This X-ray all of your candy Sunday children. Thank you. So they don't yeah. die of radiation. This, this, and this is great. PSA. Because these are just throwaway characters, and it's just, it's just a great little, like, you know, nuance of, like, oh, this is this old fucking, like, you know, legend that can happen on Halloween. Make the movie just a little bit more scary for no reason. I like it. Now knowing what I know what now. Budweiser does when you write a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was sponsored by Budweiser. I got, I got that in the, tra- in, the, right. in the trivia tree. So now knowing what I now know, I hope that fucking kid is Lonnie L.M. L.M. That's Elm. his fucking name. L.M. Fucking yeah, I called him Lonnie Ingalls. I don't know why. That's, 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 that's what we always thought it was. Yeah. Sorry, let me not be Charlie from It's Always Sunny for a Lonnie, second. get that's your fine. ass away from there. Wrong movie, fuck boy. <laughs> All right. The ambulance arrives, and we are met with Haddon Fetus. Haddon Fetal Syndrome. Haddon Fetal Memorial. Haddon Fetus hanging out at the hospital? No, that's hospital. the Hospital! Oh, <laughs> it's the word of the day! Hmm. <laughs> I haven't had a word of the day episode in a while. Oh, shit. All right. Well, hear me out, because I got a bit here. So hospital is the word of the day? <laughs> Man, this is going to be an episode. <laughs> Can't wait to go to work tomorrow. All I right. just had an episode earlier. <laughs> hey, you don't have to go too far, because the <laughs> is right across. No, okay. All right, all right. Stop, 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 stop. All right. We are met with Haddon Field Memorial's. Clinic, <laughs> nurses and doctors who start to prep Lori for surgery or whatever the fuck they do. Hold on, before the doctor comes in, Doctor the, Who? Uh, uh, what is it? Doctor Mixter. Yeah, Mixter. And the nurse is like, "Where is he?" He's like, "Oh, he's been at the country club drinking all night." That's right, because he was at the same party that Lori's folks were at, and he's fucking hammered. And I'm pretty sure he was doing PCP with Bennett Tramer. <laughs> Just saying. Right, go on, I'm sorry. There's right. a lot of assumptions going Just on Just stepping all well, over the place. It was the 80s. I <laughs> love this movie. Loomis and Brackett are cruising around town in search for the shape when Loomis sees somebody in a white mask walking down the street, and Loomis fucking loses it. He jumps out of the moving vehicle and starts screaming and flailing a gun around like a goddamn maniac. He's about ready to shoot the masked man. 
when the masked man walks into the road and gets smoked by a cop car, then slammed into a van, and then it motherfucking explodes, and it is awesome! Why is Captain Kirk walking down the goddamn street? (laughs) So let's break this scene down. Okay, so before this happens, Loomis is in the car with Sheriff Brackett. It's like, if you're Sheriff Brackett has the fucking spotlight just looking for fucking mosquitoes, and Loomis has his fucking six-shooter that he's just loading up. And fucking like Brackett's like every time Loomis Loomis is fondling his gun. He's like, put that motherfucker <laughs> away. Fondling his gun. So then, yeah, <laughs> then they spot this boy, and fucking Loomis just jumps out of this fucking moving vehicle and tries to shoot him. Fucking Brackett like tackles him basically, and he's like, no, I gotta shoot this kid. That is clearly not Michael Myers. But what I like is fucking uh, that like Bennett. He gets a shot off, and Bennett Tramer, who was lumbering at these children who are still trick or treating at this time. Like, then lumbers away, and I'm like, can somebody fucking test, like, the blood alcohol level of fucking Ben Tramer, because... That's why you fucking burn up so quick, he was half Everclear. <laughs> well, and his... The mask was whiter because he had zinc on it, so he didn't get burned by the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Science, bitch! As from hockey to another, I fucking understand completely. And call it my night zinc. <laughs> and then I love how fucking, like, all of a sudden this cop comes out of nowhere and just nails him. And then he goes, I didn't see him. Motherfucker. How the fuck you miss him? <laughs> He's the only thing in the road and you hit him dead center. And then you hit a van, which is apparently fucking loaded with tannin, right? <laughs> I guess. I don't fucking know. Yeah, any good van is cool. <laughs> That's fun stuff. Or fucking, I, you know, OxyClean, it, but fucking something. It, it was a gremlin van. <laughs> loaded with Samsung Note 7s. All right. That was a good cut, actually. Death number two, Bennett Traber. God damn it, Bennett. You always have to look both ways before you cross the road. The worst part is his mom was a fucking crossing guard at Haddonfield <laughs> Elementary. Here's what I want to know. Who got that candy? Because he had a bag. Who's got that cake? I, I think it might have melted. Oh, man. So he's like... It might have had some... What do you think killed him first? The car or the fucking explosion? <laughs> yes. Or the fire? <laughs> All of the above. Yes. And this kid fucking goes up quick, dude. And, and, you know, when you jump out of a car waving a revolver around, that doesn't help the police, like, further your cause, right? See, my... I'm, I'm chasing a crazy killer, and I'm waving a Loomis, you're around. just as bad. Exactly. All right, so I like how Loomis... And I just got a fucking kid killed. He jumped out of the moving <laughs> car, like, if you're driving with your dog in the car, and he sees a dog, and he just fucking jumps out. It's like, no, get back here! Get back here! This fucking Fuck. kid burnt down, like, a fucking haunted house for fucking insurance money. Is this first name JC? Oh, shit. All right. That's for you local boys. Did they, did they take him to the hospital afterwards? <laughs> they, you know what? He does end up there, but nope, you saw nope. the ambulance driver fucking in, goes. He ends up in the morgue. Is it not I in thought, the hospital? Bennett, no, separate thing. Is it? But Dead I thought, serious. I okay. thought hospital was the word of the day. Oh! I mean, because that's my next three words, so <laughs> I was sparing us. And morgues are in hospitals. But not in small podunk. <laughs> hospital! All right, shut your cunts. I'm talking here. People are going to be like, this fucking dude won't stop screaming. <laughs> Deputy Hunt pulls Unsubscribe. up. Deputy Hunt? Deputy Hunt oh, pulls Hunt. up in his squad car and manages not to kill any pedestrians <laughs> and informs <laughs> Sheriff Brackett that they have found some bodies across the street from the Doyle house and that. <sighs> Lee, we found three bodies across the street from the Doyle house. I think one of them was Annie. 
That fucking arm grip. That's so good. All right. They all hop into Deputy's Hunt Cruiser. Dude, I like Loomis is like, I don't be left out. Fucking murder mayhem. I'll go. All right. All right. Shut up. This is amazing. <laughs> uh, they all hop in Deputy Hunt's Cruiser and they don't even give Bennett Tramer as an afterthought as his fucking corpse is roasting 10 feet away from them. And I like how the fucking cop who just killed him is just sitting around like, He's sitting. What do I do? He's sitting on the fucking sidewalk, like eating orange slices. It's just like, like what just the go. fuck do I do? He's waiting on his disciplinary action. <laughs> he's fucking goofy from Scary Movie. That's who it is. I mean, we we've all lived through this. We know that he's just going to get two weeks off paid, and it'll be back Ooh, one town no, over. A week? You no, know, it's only a week and a half for killing some, hit smashing somebody between cars. You only get a week and a half when you kill a white kid. Yeah, yeah he was white. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Massively white because we see the face. <laughs> it's fucking super fucking pale. <laughs> Uh, also, this is the and he was blonde. This, so. is, this is the albino Michael Myers. Yeah. I've only seen hair color like this on one other guy, and it was fucking Simon Phoenix. So, like, <laughs> I don't know how this fucking cop didn't see this dude. Also, Loomis's Murder, coat. Murder, death, kill. Murder, death, kill. <laughs> Loomis's coat probably still smells like Ben Tramer. <laughs> is that a new cologne? All right, I got a bit. I Try got a, Tramer. I got a. Oh, de Tremar. Tremar? It, it smells like Everclear beef jerky. All right, all right. Back at... And whatever the hell was in that van. Don't forget the gunpowder that's all over him, too. <laughs> all right, back at HMH. Tell Before me, Lumen shot him as he's left, he's like, just for good measure. I'm going to fuck you with your own dick if you interrupt <laughs> sorry, me again. Sorry. Wait, where are we back to? HMH. I have a cute I, acronym what, for it. What are those acronyms uh, stand for? We'll drink right after I get this bit out. It's too good. Back at HMH, tell me that doesn't sound like a soap opera where the elite staff of doctors and nurses, when they're not saving lives, they're breaking the rules and they're breaking hearts. Turn on channel WWAR for 40 cc's of sweaty glove stuff in this week's episode <laughs> of Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. Oh! <laughs> Sorry to everyone's eardrums. I just like how we No, have. fuck your eardrums. You're lucky you got three hunky gentlemen's coming in your ear holes. Oh, yep. And then there's me. There's a lot of hunk going on. All right, where was I? Anyway, uh, Jimmy a the... AR-15s or something. <laughs> Four CCs. Four CCs. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy the paramedic sneaks into Lori's room to, like, I guess, pet her hand or something. Tickle her. That's <laughs> fucking Jimmy weird. the tickler. But she comes to, and Jimmy wants to Does know... Does she? Well, kind of. He comes to. <laughs> with, with 40 cc's, I don't think she's coming to. Uh, that's a lot of... Okay, anyway. And he's like... Uh, she comes to, and Jimmy wants to know if she wants a Coke. No, she doesn't want a Coke. She probably wants a fucking eight ball. She was just almost killed a few hours ago. She's like, no. I'd love a Coke. He was asking if she wanted some lines of Coke. Do you want some cocaine? It's 1981. He's, I have a gold card. Yeah. They're perfect for cutting. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. All right. Then, boss bitch. I'm going to put on some Wang Chung. You want some Coke? <laughs> Were you asking me? <laughs> oh, I thought you paused the episode. Well, that's not embarrassing. All right. Uh, Get boss... your head off the table. Uh, no, I just, it's my nose always gets like this this time of cocaine. Or the, the seasons, the seasons. Fuck. It's All right. allergies. And flurries up your nose. <laughs> All right. Then boss bitch Nurse Alves comes in to check Lori's vitals and then bitch slaps Jimmy in his balls for trying to fuck around with the patient and shit like that. Bud, the other paramedic, pops in and informs Jimmy they got to do their motherfucking job. I like how when she pops in first, she's like, Jimmy, get the fuck out of here. He's like, cool. Goes to follow her out, then just closes the door behind her, and he's like, shh. Yeah, and we're she's cool. like, no. 
dude. That, like, she's not smart to turn around and go, this motherfucking honky is not behind me. Like, where the fuck are you? Then, yeah, then, then fucking Bud comes in and fucking ruins it for He's everybody. He's like, come on, like, let's do job stuff. He's like, come on, Jimmy, you came twice. Let's go. So was it a nut punch or a nut slap? Uh, with her, I think it was, she's the bad bitch that would give a fucking nut. Like, pimp slap. Like, oh, yeah. No, because you, you got to do it lighter and it hurts more, right? I mean, she's from the street. It hurts. <laughs> I don't know. You got to said it fucking hurts all the time, no matter what. We'll you figure out on the smoke break. Who's you? You give you give Cincinnati Jeff the hardcore. You know, fucking push a nut you know up what? in his body, and I'll kind of hit him a little bit. How about bit. we just do this? We'll Rochambeau for it. You got it. I get to go first. I actually have a doctor's note. I got it from <laughs> the Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. Oh! Ah! And on that note, let's take a quick smoke break. Okay. And we're back from our break. The police. <laughs> The police force responsible for the death of Bennett Tramer show up at Roxanne. the... The police, right? Oh. You no. don't have to put on a red light. Don't pull out the red light. <laughs> All right. Show up at the Wallace house just as Jimmy and Bud are wheeling out a dead body. The sheriff pulls down the sheet to revile dead-ass Annie's face. Revile? Revile or reveal? Debatable. It's, it's the new spelling. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it both ways. It's, it's, uh, it's that new math. <laughs> it's common core spelling. Your kids will teach you about it one of these days. Uh, Deadass Annie's face staring Annie. right back at him. He slides his hand over her eyes, closing them, like you've seen in so many movies. Brackett goes home to tell his wife before he... Yeah, this is the last you see of him in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I have it in my notes. Okay. Okay, sorry. that's all right. Uh, before he goes to... T- <clears throat> Brackett goes home to tell his wife before somebody else... Does but before he leaves, he looks at Loomis and in the eyes he screams, "You let him out!" And I love Loomis's little like coy shit talk. He's like, "No, actually, I didn't." Yeah, and he I gets the blame. Tell you about it the first I, time. I technically in the first movie. You, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. He's like, "I, I didn't fucking car. do this. I didn't this let the fucking fault. loonies out. You, yeah. you fucking prick." But uh, that's fine. It's fake news. It's fake, fake news. Fake. I did not let him out. All fake right. news. So, Lock her up. Loomis turns to Deputy Hunt and pretty much tells him, hey, remember that kid we watched burn to death 15 minutes ago? Yeah, I don't think that was Michael Myers because I shot the shit out of him earlier and he pretty much just got up and shrugged it off. So get a dentist and meet me at the corners in 30 30 minutes because we're going to solve a little mystery. Oh, and uh, also Dana Carvey is out there with one of the reporters not to step on your trivia. Honestly, I don't even think it looks like Dana Carvey. I think it looks like David Spade, but whatever. So you don't game get... Game on. <laughs> game on. Car. Hey, if they would have said game on. Right? He no. would still fucking be alive. So you don't... Yeah, you don't get any <laughs> facial recognition. <laughs> no, let's bring that into game. Fucking... Uh, Alright, we're back. So you don't get any re- like facial recognition that it's Dana Carvey. It's all side profile. A, in a TV scene later, you get to see him a little more. In the though. TV edit. I think he's in it, but like, because that's the best version of all. But you of do not see that it's Dana Carvey. You have to actually either look this up or just know that it's Dana Carvey. But it is Dana Carvey, the Dana Carvey. All right. Are there multiples? Uh, hey, there's multiple Mike Myers. There's yeah. probably at least five Dana Carveys out there. <laughs> well, well played. I church. know there's Church Lady. I know there's fucking Turtley Man who's not turtley enough to be in the Turtle Club. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to be a master of disguise. <laughs> All right, we could it be Satan. Isn't <laughs> that mm, special? <laughs> my personal buddy, and uh, he was a chopping broccoli. <laughs> All right, we jump back to Mikey. Remember him? 
the star of the movie, who's wandering around town and he bumps into this kid wearing a cowboy hat holding a ghetto blaster. He's not bumping <laughs> any chart toppers, though. He's listening to the expo, uh, expo, expo, exposition station. <laughs> this kid is jamming out to the old classics like, Laurie Stroh, where are you? And in parentheses, it's the Haddonfield Memorial Hospital remix. The what? Hospital! So, so Mike heads to the hospital. <laughs> Two times for your mind. Is right. he listening to the radio station from part six? You have yes. one more nachos. Oh, fuck howdy. All right, you got me. In the hurdy gurdies. All right. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to throw Jalapeno. this... I'm just going to throw this. I skipped over all this fucking nurse care and shit because it's not important. Like, oh, we were at a party. Oh, you got to get me right. I'm going to be late. Yeah, man. Nobody dumb. cares. Moving on. She shows up later at the hospital. Hospital! Oh! <laughs> yeah, well, don't set him down yet, boys, because back at the Haddonfield Memorial Clinic. Clinic <laughs> in the break room. Medical care center. Bandage wrapper joint. All right, let me take, my, let me take this real quick. Bandage wrapper. Mummification station. There we go. All right. Bud, Jimmy, and Nurse Janet are sitting watching the news coverage about the murders of the night before. Janet says that her buddy Julie saw Michael Myers. Damn it, Janet. She claims that... I love you. We'll get to that. Trust me, guys. Um, She claims she saw him walking in a field behind the Lost River Drive-In. You know, the one by... um, the old shopping bag? Yeah. No, 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 not that one. It was. It's the one over by the mall. Okay, the feeding weed. That one. Yeah. Uh, Bud straight up calls her out on her bullshit. Dude, straight up, dude. Calls Julie a goddamn moron. Janet gets a little upset. You didn't escape till last night, Janet, bitch. Right? Uh, <laughs> Whore cunt. And she's like, you don't need to say every other word you say is either hell or damn or shit. And he goes, I'm sorry. I guess I just fuck up all the time. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite things. What is he doing at the table there? He's got an ashtray in front of him and some tweezers. I thought for the longest time he was rolling a joint because he puts it in his pocket. He because every time me and my brother would go to the hospital, fuck. Ah, this is going to be an interesting episode. We would always steal hemostats because they make amazing roach clips. So Bud is in fact choking down a roach. Is that what he's doing? Dead serious. It looks just like it because he. Pops it in his pocket. Well, you want to know why? Because that's what the motherfucker's doing. That's his name. Bud. Where at? Bud the Chud. In the break room. (laughs) Where's the break room? Uh, In the clinic. Yeah. It's a couple feet down from the lounge. (laughs) In the south wing. Uh, Near the the waiting room. Karen pops in the break room. uh, Of the building. The the bake room. That's right. It's like the break room. All right. (laughs) The break room and gets a little flirty with Bud. As she walks away, he sings an interesting cover of an old classic. Jimmy has a... Oh, yeah, this is for you guys if you want to go for it. Go for it. Hit me. I was going to say, isn't the bake room near the morgue? <laughs> it's a subsidiary. It's like the eatery outside of the food court. All right, you just he don't goes, want that smoke in your nostrils. Jimmy's got a boner. No, it's, Is that the song he sings? Amazing Boom. Grace, please come sit on my face. <laughs> don't make me cry. I need your pie. Then Jimmy's like, hey, why don't you just shut up, man? It's like, hey, why don't you act like a teenage punk bitch before I slap yeah, the teeth Jimmy, out of your head? With your fucking brother, Ziggy. Yeah, with, why don't you fucking last Starfighter haircut? <laughs> and then so Bud, being a fucking champion's like... Being a chud. Bud the chud. We watched Bud, that the Bud, other night. Bud the chud. Come and do your room tonight! All right. Bud tells him, rule number one, never get involved with a patient. Nurses, that's a different story. Isn't that called... Uh, Florence Henderson syndrome? 
Florence Nightingale. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, I even have it in my notes. So Look I could, at you. See, right? Look I, at the big brain on bread. I, I prefer Alice, but that's just me. Mm. Dude, all these fucking nurses. Ever, I used Every to have chick this, in this movie, Mrs. Elrod would get a fucking handball. I used to have this shirt uh, of fucking Alice the maid just fucking wrapped up. Like, you know, like bound. It just said Alice in Chains. I'm like, oh, yeah. I I've seen that. Recently. I love it, that it's shirt. It's making a comeback. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> it's a good shirt. It's a t-shirt, though. <laughs> All right, so I skipped some shit because nobody cares. But we digest. (laughs) Jimmy comes in and gives Lori the 411 and all this Michael Myers jazz because up until that point, she doesn't know shit about this other than her friends are dead. And Lori looks at him and goes, where the fuck's my Coke? Ooh, uh, because all at this point her friends are dead, and Wait, which some, kind of coke? We're still, I think. Well, that's so Jimmy some, then tosses a fucking baggie on her chest. It's like there you go. He pops a boner oh. and says, "Do a rail off my fucking." And here's boner. my gold card, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so up Laying this, in the hospital bed, up you in, need some of this. Up until this point, her friends have been murdered, and she's only been chased by some Fruit Loop with a fucking mask and knife. <laughs> Bad bitch nurse Alvis comes in and tells Jimmy to fuck off. And if he keeps this shit up, he's going to end up starring with Mario Van Peebles and Jaws of the Revenge. <laughs> so, behind her, he mouths, I'll be back. But no, bad bitch, she's not having it. She turns around and she goes, what did, what did he whisper in the back? He goes, I'll be back. I'll come on your back. I'll be back. Dun, 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 dun. And then she does a strip tease for the T-1000. <laughs> no, okay. Mm. Stay on target. Stay on target. Mm. Uh, and then Miss Alver says, no, you won't. Visiting hours are over. Get the fuck out of here. Then she tells Lori she's been trying to get all of her parents all night with no luck. She tries again with the phone, you know, that's hanging out over there, but it's dead. But they're too hammered. They were fucking hanging out with Dr. Mixter. And fucking Bennett Tramer. They've been Tramer. doing coke for four hours in the <laughs> hospital. Yeah. Because it's the 80s and why not? In the hospital. Oh, fuck. Ah! <laughs> oh, sure. Make the kid with ADD get drunk. Let's try to write a script. What could go wrong? All right. Uh, she grabs Janet out of the hall and tells him to go, or tells her to go visit <laughs> Mister Garrett, aka Hospital Cop Paul Blart. That the phones are <laughs> fucked up. And Lori, do you think she's married to Mrs. Garrett from the Facts of Life? I hope. Because you take the good, you take the bad, you, you take, take the them dick, both, you and take there the you have the facts of life. Up. The facts of life. Hey. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life when the world never seems. To be living up to your dreams. And finally, you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. The fact that you know you. that whole damn song. I'm, I, it takes a lot to <laughs> get on right when you're learning the facts of life. I might have to unsubscribe. <laughs> dude, I'm a big Mrs. Garrett fan, dude. So all that stuff with you talking, how about no? Okay, my bad. <laughs> all right. I'll leave my own podcast. <laughs> Down at the other end of the clinic, Mr. Garrett hands Jared this Medical walkie center. talkie. Hands uh, <laughs> Janet this walkie talkie the size of a toaster and says, stay put while he wanders around aimlessly for about five minutes and runs into a jump scare kitty then falls in the trash where he belongs. No, not because he's fat or anything like that. It's because he fucking sucks. All right, real quick. Boom. Is this not the twin... Of the fucking security guard from T two, the fat one who's getting the fucking coffee, who gets the fucking well, they all get knives through their fucking face. But in Terminator two, like hand dagger, it's been a minute since I've seen that. It's like the same fucking guy almost because he said, "I'll be back." Every time I watch this movie or I watch Terminator two, 
I see the I see this fat fucking security guard. I'm like, that's the same fucking. I just guy. went out of the way to anti fat shame, and here you are, Tubby McFlubber. So, <laughs> so how many of how many security guards that we know are actually fit. fat, right? Well, I was a security guard. I'm fat they, now. They ride around on fucking segways like Paul Blart, but <laughs> he can spin that motherfucker around like nobody I've ever seen. Look, I'm shaped like a grape. Would you say that's the more... shape that I'm in? So I'm allowed to fucking make these jokes. I'm a shape. It's just round. <laughs> I'm the shape. It's a hexagon. All right, so, go on, so nachos, wait, please. You're the sixth shape of the Halloween franchise, <laughs> right? I'm like the you're, me- you're, I'm the withered pumpkin shape. <laughs> you're awfully short for a Michael Myers. <laughs> actually, actually, Dick Warlock is five nine. My height. Who plays him in Halloween Nine? So keep stepping I'm on good. my fucking toes, Nachos. I got that shit in here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> is this the part where you interrupt me some more? It's he all, notices. It's all about camera angles, buddy. You know how I get when we fucking talk about hospitals. Oh, ah! Fucking goddamn it! What are we? Forty-five minutes in this. We are an hour and three minutes in. Let's keep going. All right. If we keep going like this, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. <laughs> hey, don't worry. It's not far. All right. Since, since Get off your goddamn phone! Cincinnati didn't take one at that last hospital. Oh, I already did mine. <laughs> All right. He notices that the locks on the storage room have been tampered with, so he goes to investigate. He radios... Janet. I like how Janet can't figure out how the like she hands he hands it to her. She's like, I don't know how this works. I'm just, Janet's a fucking walkie-talkie. Damn like, it, Janet, turn it on. Right? She's a fucking airhead. It's fucking got the button. There's right. the on button and the talk button. All right, Rest let me let me talk. PTT bitch. They usually say it on the side. PTT bitch. No, it's the '80s. It's different. Let me burn through this, and we'll get there. All right. Uh, so he radios Janet to tell somebody to drive to the police station, but she doesn't know what the hell is, what's going on either. He starts to investigate the closet until Mike pops out from behind the door and buries the claw side of a hammer into the top of Mr. Garrett's head. Ooh, rough looking too. D- dude, that fucking sound effect, that ding. Death number three, Mr. Garrett. Stop. Hammer time. <laughs> that was a good pity bow, laugh. Chicka, bow, 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 bow. Uh, uh, Can't uh. touch this. Oh, wait. Oh, MC Hammer song. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh. I don't have a button for oh. that. It's a. <laughs> All right. We got shit. Don't worry. No, I don't have a button You're... for it. Wait. Yeah, it's. Wow, that's like my life's theme song. <laughs> it actually Thank you so much in for parentheses that. next to it just says natural. That's the sound that it makes when I get a boner. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, so talking, how about, no, let me do this for All a right, second. go for it. We'll, we'll be quiet. Over at the coroner's office, Loomis and the crew are solving the case of the crispy corpse. The body is burnt beyond recognition, so they can only identify it through dental records. So it's going to take a whole bunch of time that nobody fucking has, so they just got to assume that Mikey is still alive. Fun fact, the coroner is the deputy from Jaws. Yeah. So, so did they have to cut the mask off of the face? No, just fucking straight did, burnt because like, it was made yeah. of cocaine. And uh, what's the what's the oh, copies co- working with at this point? Because Lee's left. It was cocaine. Oh, Hunt. Hunt. So I like how Hunt is very fucking cooperative because Loomis is like, gotta go fuck back out there. He's like, no. He's like, we he's can't. Not tired I have of to shit. fucking assume that the fucking Michael Myers that is still alive. This is not there. his body. And he's like, fine. So he tells everybody to fucking go on. And Loomis is like. Thank you. So finally, we actually have a competent police officer who's believing Loomis yeah, now. Yeah, Deputy Hunt is on board. Yeah, and I like this part. It's fucking good. All right, guys. Lee Brackett, sorry, but you kind of fucked up. You were voted sheriff. You didn't fucking earn it. 
That's what Ben said. <laughs> gentle Ben. Who's not so gentle. No. All right, let me burn through that, this one that real worked quick. worked out well for Amityville, too. <laughs> <laughs> Over at the old Myers place, an angry... Angry. An eggy. Angry mob is busting out windows with rocks for some reason. Yeah, fuck you, house. That'll make I like these how the cop not dead. comes out of the fucking bedroom window, like, onto the roof, and he's like, knock it off. Yo, he's doing the fucking duck game, you know, like... Where you try to peg him with rocks, and then that's how you become sheriff of Hattonfield. Like the like the end scene from fucking Super Troopers. Yes, and then fucking Farva throws the keg at him. All right. So, God damn it, Farva. Hattonfield is a weird town. And you know what I was thinking about? Lori's dad is going to be pissed because he's trying to refurbish that house and fucking trying sell it. Trying to sell it. it. Uh, so, anyway, Loomis and Hunt roll up, and Loomy... This listing brought to you by... The Strode Realtor. <laughs> Sorry, my notes have Down syndrome or something. Strode. <laughs> Buy a house Wait, that you can feel safe it, in. Isn't it also funny? Strode. How, how, no one was killed here. How Strode Reality sounds so much like Chode Reality. <laughs> a name you can trust. <laughs> Since 1984. <laughs> All right, so the, the fucking Loomis and Hunt roll up, and Loomis yet again pulls out his fucking piece. And he... And then Deputy Hunt's just like, what? He goes, it heightens my sense of security. Then Hunt pulls out his shotgun and then does some... Crowd patrolling. I like how he fucking cocks it as he gets eyes like. Uh, if you have a shotgun, that's mandatory. Anytime so, you do anything, so with it's it. a, always it's a shotgun, not a shotgun. Yeah, it's a pump. <laughs> I like how the other shotgun had no noise. What are we talking like the click, click, like Terminator, like what he had in the, the fucking rose things, like a. Uh, well, no, right, that's a shotgun noise. Plenty that you can just load one shell, hit the button, and you never hear a. Speaking of which, since we brought it up a few times, let me just get it out there. Have you seen the uh, footage or the the um, production uh, photos from Terminator and Terminator Two, uh, where it shows that Arnold was not naked during the bar scenes? He's wearing like these fucking hot pants. Like it's just you should have been. Just got no three. shirt on, but it's fucking him, like wearing so, fucking like purple and pink fucking hot pants. So basically, what he wore in the Mister Universe concert. Pretty much, yeah. All right, gang. All right, and shoes. He's wearing shoes. I just I Andy, saw it and I was like, this Andy is surprising. Had a number on there too because he got confused number two. of where he was. It's brown in the front and yellow. Of, <laughs> it's brown in the back and yellow in the front. They are my stripping color. Don't make me come find you. He's got the right idea. He wears brown pants. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so they go and do crowd control, and then Hunt's just like crowd control. Deputy Hunt, he just goes, "Hey, everybody, shut the fuck up and go home." So did just, you have a shotgun? Because I do. So they're just waving their guns, and, and no much. one went home. And they're just like, "You yeah. got a crazy." Fucking... Loomis is like, "Is it all right? Can yeah. I flail my piece?" It's like, "Yeah, well, you know, it's your birthday. Why not?" <laughs> Anything right. for you, birthday buckley. Got, got the guy that actually should be in the mental hospital. Yes, waving the gun yes. Around. Texas Nick, exactly. <laughs> all right, so. They get everybody the fuck out of Dodge, or they just kind of fuck off, or whatever. And the two share a smoke and a ghost story about the night little Mikey Myers went baloney and stabbed his sister a whole bunch. Loomis, Loomis goes on to describe that Michael was an ideal of patience, void of any emotion. Two kids run up to Deputy Hunt and say they're worried about the old buddy, Bennett Twayma. He left the party shit-faced, probably on PCP, and was wearing a stupid mask. Loomis and Hunt slowly kind of put the pieces together and realize that their buddy is probably laying on a slab down at the coroner's office. Not sure PCP was that regularly available at that point. It was a magical time. Okay. Uh, Deputy, I don't remember his name, runs up and tells him there's been a break-in at the elementary. Sorry. 
Oh, no, not Hunt. No, this no, is, Hunt this is, is with Loomis. This is a new guy. Deputy Deputy new guy. <laughs> Deputy, yeah, that guy. Deputy, I know you. <laughs> uh, is there's been a break-in at the elementary school, and they should check it out. Loomis is also a goddamn lighter thief, but I'm sure there's no way that'll come into play later. What? Huh. You're big on that. Yeah. I assume that's why you probably always steal my lighters, is you just maybe have to set somebody on fire. No, I carry that's, a yellow big lighter on me. That's, on me. That's why you look like the... Look uh, at you. Look at the big no, brain on bread. That's why he's got the damn vest that the lead singer from Blues Traveler had. Instead of harmonicas, he just puts <laughs> fucking lighters all over his vest. No, I have a fucking bundle of big lighters. <laughs> I'm like Rambo. I'm just he's, chain smoking. I got a wrapped around my arm. He's, he's got Chewbacca's. No, I don't. I wouldn't want Chewbacca to light my fucking cigar because it's gonna smell like burnt Wookiee hair. No, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> his, combs. his his bandolier, his bandolier, but it's all. Oh, all right, guys. Sorry, get those beers ready. All right, here we go. <laughs> here comes some back at hospitals. the HMH Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. Ah! Wait, wait, hold on. Can we go back to the school thing for a minute? Yeah, what's up? Because I. I actually did some research. We're not there yet. We're so not we're not at the school yet. They mention oh. it. That's it. It's like the um, when we get to the school. Quest. There's something I. There's some things I found in my research. So I got you, dog. Awesome. All right. So meanwhile, back at the Hattonfield Memorial Medical Care Center Hospital. Ah! <laughs> Hospice. Whoa. No. I sorry. I slipped up on my words. You can drink it too. <laughs> and there was the spit take all over nachos. Worth it. <laughs> all right. Nurse. I sprayed him hard. I sprayed him. I sprayed him six times. <laughs> nurse Karen is doing some nurse related stuff when she gets paged or a buzzer goes off or whatever the fuck you call that. I'm not a nurse in the 1980s. I don't know these terms. All right. She goes in the room and checks the charts. And then when Spooky Bud grabs her up from under the covers and scares the bejesus out of her. No consent. It's yeah. the 80s, Yeah, man. she gets me too real quick. Wait, so he's hiding under the covers. That's right. And then fucking rah, grabs her up by her big ass titties. Out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> he sprains his fingers or something and you tell them. Well, because they're big titties. But there's some big ass titties. There's, there's a lot you gotta grab. We'll get to there. Nurse titties. <laughs> uh, he sprains his finger, fingers, finger fries, finger <laughs> words. Uh, his uh, phalanges. You to take over your No, fuck off. I mean, thanks, friend. Uh, he sprays his fingers or something and tells her that they should go down to the therapy room because Bud's finger could use a little therapy mm. or a blowjob. <laughs> Never underestimate the curative healing powers of a blowjob. I bet you if Bennett Tramer's dick wasn't melted to his leg and he got a blowjob, he would have been fine. If, it, if his leg wasn't Darth hey, Vadered, you know, he would have been okay. My finger could use a lot of therapy right now. <laughs> I'm not giving your finger a blowjob, Nick. That's fucking weird. <laughs> no, just therapy, not blowjob. Oh, he puts me in weird places. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Laurie's he Abby. said as he waggled his finger. <laughs> no! Excitedly. <laughs> Here, I'll give you a pin so you can draw a frowny face on your finger. All right, Laurie's having a dreamy time flashback where a lady tells a girl... I'm not your mama. And then fucking Maury Povich comes out. And Maury like, Povich. Oh, Povich. Oh, we have the DNA test. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's not your finger. <laughs> Wait, what? You put a face on it like Mr. Bill. No, no. <laughs> then, then you then turn it goes around. Right Mr. In the ass. Bill. No, Mr. Bill. <laughs> uh, then... 
then that same girl visits a boy in her white room. <laughs> she wakes up and passes back out. Why does it have to be a white room? Is it a white room with black curtains at the station? It's eggshell, okay? Do you guys want me to get Crayola on your asses? In a white room with black curtains. Hey, so I'm a drummer, so I have a drummer joke about that. Mm -hmm. Shoot. Do you know what cream and drummers... Yeah, never mind. (laughs) And we're back! Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the blowjob mode, I mean the therapy room. It. We'll be back. The hot tub room. Bud and Karen are fitting to go for a little dip in the therapy hot tub, and somebody's going to get a yeast infection. <laughs> 4852, Nurse Karen's Cadillac boobies. Yes. These are easily in my top five, fuck it, top three tits of horror movie history. Titties. Titties, T I D D Y S, titties. Those are some top five hooters. Of movies. Yep. I remember my joke now. All right, go, go for it. it. Do you know what the different or what coffee and Ginger Baker have in common? I don't. They both suck without cream. <laughs> <laughs> Clapton is God. <laughs> All right. Too bad Captain <laughs> Trips wasn't here for these spectacular Cadillac boobs because he was spazzing about. Fucking Nancy Loomis's half a side boob. Yeah, and fucking uh, uh, seeing fucking uh, PJ Soul's little big old titties. Yeah, it's, be- it's because he already got therapy on his finger. Yes, Mr. Torrance. <laughs> All right. Uh, Don't put me there again. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's... It smells like number two. Smells like Nacho's mouth. <laughs> uh, so they're smooching in the tub, and Karen does what Karens do best. Starts complaining. She deuces. She fucking leaves a floater. That you're fired. All that right, bitch. All right, they're smooching in the hot tub, and then she does what Karens do best. Starts this? complaining. And this is a fun Bud, fucking dialogue. Tells Bud if she doesn't go out to fix how hot it's getting in there, it's going to get real cold. In He's there. like, it's cold out there. She's like, it can get real, real cold. cold. And, like her fucking whole demeanor changes. She, get real cold in here. Would you say she pulls a Karen? All right. So Bud gets out <laughs> the to, OG. to tinkering with the knobs and Mike pops up from around the corner and he says, I thought I told you not to touch the fucking thermostat. <laughs> and he chokes him to death with a quarter or something. Fun fact. Or death number four, Bud. In Bud's fleeting moment, he then realized he was super into autoerotic asphyxiation because he was coming as he was going. <laughs> Mike turns the thermostat up to too much. I broke these motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, it's good to be king sometimes. <laughs> coming as he was going. That's so good. All right. Mike. I don't know who writes these, but I like him. He should be my co-host. I have, I have so many thoughts about that right now. All right. Mike turns the thermostat up to 200 and, and oh, 200 and something degrees, and he goes in to see if Nurse Karen and them big-ass titties needs a hand with anything. Now, I call bullshit on Nurse Karen because uh, from her fucking two thermostats there, that turkey's done. That room is cold. All right, so we are going to tackle a very important question right after I get done with this paragraph. Well, with those titties, she should be floating up, so she should be golden, right? Right. All right, see, boys, we're going to tackle this. Okay. Flip over. So he walks over and places a hand on her shoulder, and then she starts playfully nibbling on his thumb, which, by the way, mm. what has Michael Myers been doing this whole time? Murdering teenagers and choking out dogs. So, uh, and and uh, and uh, mechanics. Yeah, right. It's got to taste like a roller dog from Seven yeah. <laughs> Eleven. She's like, mm. 
Ooh, bud, where where is that where is that thumb bit? It's, oh god. Well, he's been rolling has, doobies all night, so you know. It has a taste like iron. stank weed. There's lots of iron on your finger. <laughs> all right, so this um, tastes like blood and whores. <laughs> In fact, it tastes like. No, it no, that tastes like bud. Have you tasted my dick before? <laughs> that tastes right. like that tastes like my last date. Oh. <laughs> senior tender. Oh. <laughs> all right, no, not senior tender, but uh, senior tender. Oh, he's so tender. In oh. Okay. oh God, let's stop. All right, hold up. Uh, he takes his that's, hand that's away. In the French subtitles. Senior tender. I the fucking Zorro, but I put S T D. That's the Spanish subtitles. With she does a Dora with like a bloody Zorro with a bloody dick. All right, so uh, she pulls his he pulls his hand away, and then Karen is not happy about this and demands that she talks to the manager. She's like, and then Mike says. I am the manager! And then he drowns the bitch in the fucking hot tub. Dude, he boils her. We're getting there? Oh, yeah. Boils her to her titties melt off. Actually, her titties don't melt. They don't. Her face does. Her face looks like wet cornflakes. Uh, all right. Death number five, Nurse Karen. So silicon doesn't melt in. Bobbin for boobies. And <laughs> I gotta ask, is some titties real or fake? Oh, they real. They real straight up. See, I was watching the fucking DVD cut, so I don't know, like, because how how did they do boob jobs? In Unders, fucking, underside, underside. I didn't see nothing. They didn't come through the nips. No. Okay. No. Why would you? No. No. There's. You can actually go through the. I'm. Well, you can. Yeah. You can go through the armpit. But there's, in 1980. Oh yeah. There's a lot of ways. like. What are you filling them full of Crisco or fucking Mallow Melt or whatever the fuck you were talking about? Are they <laughs> fluffy using, whip? Yeah, fluff. Is yeah. that even a thing? But here's the thing. If if her face boiled off, if they're not re, if they're not fake, wouldn't they boil off too? If they're but, if they're fake, they're still going because their tits hold. didn't really go in the water because you can see. So he puts her in and out every, like several times. You know what I love that arm flop. But, it's okay, so dramatic. But if your head's going in, your tits have to go in at some point. Yeah, them t- them titties is touching. They have tipid to. water. I mean, okay. Hey, you talk to Rick Rosenthal about that shit. Not me. I'm not the director. All I know is, is that I'm in and out several times. I like this death because when, when every Harvey time she Weinstein goes in, her face is more last, fucked up. You know, when Weinstein and I talked last week, we had a deep discussion about this. <laughs> He's a personal friend. <laughs> not of this podcast. No, of, of mine. It's fine, though. <laughs> but, yeah, so every time she goes in and out, her face gets more and more boiled. And, yeah, like, the skin's falling but, off. And then when he how, drops her, how, she's, like, fucking just burnt to but death. But how do it's you great. put your face in the water without getting your tits in the water? I don't, so, yeah, she should have uh, melted Here, titties. Let's, let's melted mammaries. Let's, let's try. try. All right, hold up. Go get the toilet good. <laughs> See, now it looks like I'm just giving you head. <laughs> oh, and it was... Play your cards right. And it was glorious. All right, gang. Uh, that, there we go. That was the aftermath. <laughs> Go on. Fucking jizz ghost just came out of my mouth. Can you clean your screen now? (laughs) At the elementary school, the cops and Loomis snoop for clues. They find a picture of a stick figure family and with the Elrod's kitchen knife stabbed into the sister and Sam Hain. It means the Lord of the Dead. I'm I'm paraphrasing Loomis here. Let let me just get... uh, uh, it means the Lord of the Dead, the end of summer, the festival of Sam Hain, October 31st. Apparently, our old buddy Marilyn Chambers pops up uh, and needs to talk to Loomis in private. Um, apparently, this whole mental health, uh, mental health, mental patient escaping and murdering a shit ton of people isn't necessarily the kind of attention, uh, attention Smith Groves Sanitarium is looking for. 
So they sent her and a marshal to gather up their loonies and bring them back. And by loonies, I mean Loomis and Michael. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. Okay, so watching the scene in the elementary school. So I find it very interesting that all of the lights are on, right? It's very illuminated. Yet. Illuminated. It is. Yet. The police officer or whoever. Yeah, it was a cop or yeah. deputy or whatever. He's still shining his flashlight <laughs> on the blood. And he shines it. Oh, look over here. Oh, wait. No, look yeah. over oh, here. Oh, and over here. Oh, wait. Look. And there's. And that's four, not all. And there are flashlight lights on. He's like, wait, there's one more. And he shines it on the knife. And it's like, what is what? What's the point of the fucking flashlight? I got it. It's because it's the end of the month and they're getting dangerously close to doing fucking cuts at the uh, Haddonfield Police Department. So this guy's like, use him or lose him. The top. He's like, oh, uh, I'm helpful, right, guys? I, I'm still relevant. I just, I just found that hilarious. That like, literally, you know what? I never paid attention to that. Every, I didn't even notice every that. fluorescent light in the room is on. And yet he's still shining. And this is like light. 80s flesh on light, so they're giving yeah, cancer. Yeah, so they're super like, bright. It's and it's like this big massive mag light that he's showing, you know, on every single clue that he's showing. It's to. like a handheld arrow. <laughs> it pretty much, and here. And, and here. And that's what he did. And he even said that. Oh, look over here. Well, wait. And then He's like, one. and that's not all. And then this one. Yeah. This isn't all you've won, Loomis. <laughs> and I'm like, what what the fuck's the point of the flashlight? There's some hand drawn art. <laughs> And a poem. And what was the what was the key phrase they said about the picture? Sister. Yeah, that the knife was stuck in the sister. That's right. Good good call. I thought he was saying cistern. It's like a plumbing thing. Yeah, that's sister. that's what it was. He's dressed like a plumber. He was a <laughs> I could be wrong. I think I think you might be wrong. All right. Well I, we'll find out. Let's get to the end. We'll see who's right. I think I think you're a little off, but <laughs> it's all good. I've been drinking all night, probably gotta go to the hospital. Oh! Oh! Well, actually, back at the Haddonfield Memorial Hospital, <laughs> you should just wait a minute. We you, sir, we could have given you a ride. You, sir, are an asshole. <laughs> I get that a lot. Jimmy creeps in. I mean, checks in on Lori, who's just laying there. Supposedly, she had a negative reaction. Supposedly, to the supposedly, he was he was checking her sheets. Is it supposedly mm-hmm. or supposedly? Supposedly. Or supposedly. Or supposedly. Hey, Grandmaster Flex? No, no, I'm asking. Yeah, and I have it in my fucking notes. Supposedly? Did you... Supposedly. Okay, did you... Supposedly. Did Get you, your phone out. Did you grammar check this before yes, you wrote yes, the notes? Yes, I did. No, I'm not being a dick. I'm asking. Supposedly or supposedly? Or supposedly. Had a negative reaction <laughs> oh. to the medication. Janet <laughs> runs to Dr. Mixture's office and tells him about the reaction... But he's just kind of hanging out in his office chair. Janet goes to spin around, uh, spin him around, and we find something, or find that somebody planted a big fat fucking syringe in the middle of his he's eyeball. Like, I can't see this needle close enough. Let me get a better. Look. It is disgusting. Eyeball shit fucks me up. I hate needles. So death number six, Doctor Mixter, needless, needless to say, I couldn't come up with a cornea pun for this death. Mm. At least there's no nerves in his eye, so he didn't feel it. Fuck you. That's gold. That took me 20 minutes to come up with. (laughs) All right. For a cornea joke. (laughs) Needleless to say, I. No, say it slower. Eyeball couldn't fuck your face (laughs) with a switchblade dildo. All right. Janet stumbles backwards. Switchblade dildos are a thing? Yeah, from seven, man. Always. Well, fuck. Guys. He maybe, he maybe, he maybe do it. Okay, <laughs> Janet stumbles backwards. Damn dude. it, Janet. Don't open the box. 
Janet stumbles backwards due to the sight of something so horrible. And then Mike does that really cool materializing or materializing gag out of nowhere. Very good scene. And then jams a fucking syringe into her temple and shoots her up with four cc's of oxygen to the brain, Damn thus it, giving Janet. her an instant embolism. Only four? Forty. Forty-four. Forty-four. That's what we say around here. All right, anyway. <laughs> Damn it, Janet. I told you not to share needles, or she always was kind of an airhead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's the one that got the laughs? I like the needles for, one. All for, right. For real. She's an airhead. She totally is. She's a fucking ditzy oh my, twat. Oh, my God. Did you see that? Totally. Totally. All right. Back in Lori's room, Jimmy needs results now. So he takes to looking for bad bitch Mrs. Alvarez. So he still has her his hand under her covers. Yeah, he's checking for a pulse. Yeah. In the fucking snap snap pocket. In the, <laughs> the moral artery. He's looking under her hood. <laughs> To change the oil. Sniffing that chassis. <laughs> All right. So, um, anyway. Or can I sneeze in your cabbage? Jill's still hanging out, but she gets summoned to a different room by that buzzer thing or whatever. While they're both gone, Mike takes advantage of this opportunity to go kill Lori. He sneaks into the room and with his newly acquired scalpel, stabs Lori to death. Or, actually, it's her pillows. No, he stabs the fucking Serta sleep mattress. To death. I was going to say her dirty pillows. But. Those are fucking expensive mattresses, too. Yeah, well, yeah, fucking talk he, to Mike about it. Fucking... How is Haddonfield Memorial Hospital a... affording oh! these? Oh. What a fucking dick. All right, so I guess Lori's drug coma wore off, or she was faking it. But anyway, Lori is up and hobbling around the facility uh, looking for help. Good luck, Lori. You're in Haddonfield, after all. Everybody's fucking incompetent. Back at the grade school... Um, the marshal escorts Loomis to his car, but before he goes, Deputy Hunt tells Loomis that they'll find him. They kind of share a little moment, and I'm like, oh, you this was good. You guys are getting my heart Because Deputy Hunt's fucking actually competent, competent. and doing a good job. Yes. Uh, they drive away, and then, like, Hunt goes to light a cigarette, and he, like, checks his pockets. Missing and that goes, fucking light. God damn it, Loomis, you stole my fucking lighter! Piece of shit. I hope you fucking get blown up by pure oxygen. As the cartel lights Which is fade very, into the night. Very highly prophetic. Highly. Yeah, make, mixed with ether. <laughs> what, are we trying to have a good time tonight, guys? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back at the halls of the HMH, or halls of justice. That's what I said. Uh, okay. Meanwhile, meanwhile, back at the hall of justice. The hall of justice. Let, let Nick do that. He was killing it. Meanwhile, back at the hall of justice... <laughs> Well, I don't know where that went. Aquaman right. has a dolphin has coming a, up on him. He has a carp sticking out of his ass as he's drowning himself <laughs> in the fucking hot tub. Meanwhile, under Laurie Strode's gown. Jimmy's trying to figure it out. Meanwhile, back in Laurie Strode's room, Jimmy's hand is still missing. In the Legion of Doom, Laurie Strode's doing her best Muppet impersonation. <laughs> and she continues to hit the nurse call button and nobody shows up. In the hospital. Uh-huh. This fully staffed hospital of six people. <laughs> yeah, all right, so I'm tackling that right Venom now. all died already. Uh, back at the, in the hospital. There are more babies than there are fucking people in this hospital. <laughs> uh, the remaining staff continues to look for Lori. Okay, I've kind of failed to mention this whole thing. It's like two thing. people. Yes. I've kind of, that's I kind all that's of, left. I kind of failed thing. to mention this CCTV thing, you know, the shots throughout the movie. Damn. Because uh, that's Rick Rosenthal's kind of like big deal. There's some really good scenes. It's uh, I don't remember that in The Birds too, but I remember a lot of it in Halloween Resurrection. No, Cincinnati Jeff, it was Bird's Eye View. 
<laughs> I didn't put a gun in my mouth. Everything's fine. Oh, I'm glad you said that was a gun. I was confused. <laughs> it, was a, it was two fingers, not one. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> All right, Stone, so you asked permission first. I thought you were choking on something else. It was consensual. All right, so it seems like uh, you're at... Mr. Garrett's station security shack or whatever the fuck you want to call that and you'll catch like the CCTV I didn't have a stroke everything's fine you okay no I'm far from okay uh, here I'll hand it over to you do you free ball that wait your left arm is no longer working are you okay so, yes. so they cut back the to place. the CCTVs inside the security station where you see Michael walking through different parts of the hospital you see him come through like the back gate uh, down the hallways and things like that so you know that he's there he's present and he's making his way deeper into the bowels of the hospital oh. Ah! I said it twice so take two drinks alright so now I just like that you said bowels Bowels of the bowels. CNC fart factory. All right. Meanwhile, back in the bowels of the hospital, <laughs> Jimmy meets up with Jill and they discuss their plan of attack. You know, to just kind of aimlessly wander around until they find Lori. In the background of this shot, you can kind of see a cool silhouette of Michael. Like the moonlight is hitting him through the fucking curtains, kind of thing. Did we tackle uh, Nurse Alvis? Is what she? Was yeah, doing? we're we're getting up to that. Okay. Um, all right, Jimmy takes off running and discovers the body of Miss Alvis strapped to a table with an IV in her arm and her blood all over the floor. Jimmy goes to walk out but totally slips in the blood and eats shit, knocking Fucking himself out. Fucking hilarious, that dude. That is, like, the Foley art of that, the, and then him just going vert. Or Hort and just fucking bashing. He really did that. There was no stunning. Yes, I, actually, I don't have that in the trivia, but that is exactly how Nacho said. This was a one-time take. He did it himself. No stunt double. He fucking does the fucking little slip and fall. Hits his fucking head on the fucking floor. He did it all himself. This is a cool scene. Awesome. And that's why he doesn't act anymore because he actually died. <laughs> What's yeah, it was last it. Starfighter in this? It took him. It took him forty years to come out of that coma, and he's like, "Last Starfighter two, we ready, right?" And they're like. <laughs> It's 2020 and Trump's president, so sure, why not? It's like, my God, he's relentless. All right, it's death like, number... Thank I, God I can get away with anything. I think it's also amazing that a guy that's been locked up in a mental hospital can drive a car and put an IV in with no issue. Right? Who taught him that? <laughs> Have well, you... Somebody, somebody's been giving him lessons. So we'll never get to it again, but here... <laughs> there is a... There is... On YouTube, you can go to this... Uh, you can find this... Uh, it's Adam Green's Aeroscope. He, thank you. He does you. a short for... Uh, he does a short... It's cut scene what i don't know shit dude so it's a cut scene i posted on facebook yes yes david joel it's it's the anyway it's a fake cut scene of michael getting driving lessons in the original halloween but he's in the hospital gown but he's wearing the fucking kirk mask and he's driving a fucking car with like a driver's ed teacher kind of thing we gotta we gotta post that on facebook did they also teach him how to put ivs in I mean, that's a deleted scene. Because I mean, you know, I, <laughs> that's a deleted scene from the deleted scene. I mean, we've all had those. You got to get those veins fucking up there. Damn all right, all right like, boys, you're stepping shit. on my shit here. Hold on, Death Wait, number eight. Well, because right, when you're, hit it real quick. When you're Miss, old, they hang lower. Miss Isalves, this blood's for you. Thank you. There we go. All right, go ahead. But uh, uh, Jack, to, Jack has to, for a moment to Texas. Next point is that uh, you know one of the things that I noticed earlier that I did not mention was. When Lori's being brought into the hospital and they go to take her blood and then give her the oh, IV, they use real in- needle insertions. Yeah, and it's I real needles, real arms. That's I don't awesome. You I don't see that anymore. Needles. That's fucking crazy. And I'm fucking super anti-needle. That's why I never was a rock star because I cannot do heroin. I want to, but you can only take it the one way to be famous. So and I just can't handle it. I passed out from getting an IV for hernia surgery. So 
I passed out I'm giving right blood at you. work one time because I just can't. Well, I cannot stand looking at it. That's because you're a pansy. That's the, I passed out taking blood. From I was like, guy. "Are you going to give me like an epidural to take that blood?" And they're like, "No, that ruins it." I'm like, "Not for me." No. <laughs> Do you want to take the suppository? It's Nick's thumbs together. Here, let me just like keep drinking, and I'll just like cut my hand, and you can have my blood. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, buddy. Nurse Jill runs out to her car in the parking lot. And it won't start. She gets out and notices that the tires are slit, and so is every other car in the parking lot. She freaks out and runs back. I think we get that scene of like Mike's face in the mirror. Yeah, the little yeah. Uh, like kind of body. Yes, and that's cool. Lurking. So, so how many tires are in each car's cut though? That's a key point. All of them. He slit the steering wheel too. I'm like Mike, that's <laughs> excessive. But I like the cut of your jib. All you know the what? fucking hey, wheels are done. He cut the spare in the trunk too. He went all the fuck in, man. Right? It, yeah. If you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah, he went down to the Texaco and cut those fucking spare tires. <laughs> okay, real? No, and that's how Halloween 3 started. And every tow, every tow truck in town has their fucking... Say that three times. Tow truck. Because you didn't see it the first time. Tow truck, tow truck, Somebody's got a tow truck fetish. <laughs> All right. So, I think... I'm into binding what you're thinking. <laughs> I think it's Smith's Grove Sanitarium. There was some rehabilitation where they tried to teach some of the... The, the patients like auto mechanic shit. Most of them got taught how to walk around in the rain. Hey, well, apparently they got apparently they got taught something because Michael's driving his ass off, driving over cars, town. slitting tires, fucking yeah. ripping under the hood. Mike knows right. what the fuck. Throwing hey. teeth, putting in, putting in IVs, <laughs> like on the first try too. He knows to use syringes with air into fucking heads and yeah. shit. I mean, he puts the IV in, and then the doctor comes in. He goes, Mike, I know you're like a big. Boy yeah. killer, but that's in let's, ladies' jobs. Let's, let's let's go to the right about two inches next time, and you'll hit it. Right. You're doing a woman's job, Mike. Yeah. Also, did you notice the coroner's awesome cardigan sweater? Yeah, I uh, did. It was dope. All right. Um, so anyway, um, Lori wakes up from her drug nap, crawls out of the car, or crawls out just a time into. And we're back. Stop. All right. All right. You keep it going. I got to pee. All right. Break so. over. Hey, will you go for me while you're up? You bet your ass. Guys, Thank just you. stand next to each other. I got this. <laughs> Sword fighting. All right. Nurse Jill, um, car stuff. She freaks out and runs back inside. Lori, okay, yes. Lori wakes out of her little drug nap yes. to crawl around the corner just yes. in time to run into Nurse Jill. But Mike pops around the corner and jams a scalpel into her fucking spine and lifts her off her okay. off the ground until her clogs fall off. Death number nine, Nurse Jill. You can see the moment where her souls leave her body. All I, right, go ahead, Nick. I, I do have to say, watching that one, I was like, holy, like, okay. That's so, some good fucking yeah, lifting, so, man. So talking back to number one, right? So The taking, bob stab, yeah. Taking the butcher knife mm-hmm. and putting the guy into the fucking wall, right? Now all of a sudden we're taking a fucking scalpel. Right. Which is... How much smaller than a goddamn butcher knife? Boom! And I can guarantee you, they're not that much stronger. No, um, but I can stab it. I can stab it in you. You know what? In I your spine and fucking. He lift probably you up. hooked up under a vertebrae and got that like little shelf mm-hmm. action, and that's gross. But just that the fucking strength that this dude has, like it's insane. I hey. mean, and the next scene you're about to talk about. Oh, um, since right, I so just ruined I, it. Is it the scene where you pause it where I go pee? I'm real back. Yeah. Right. I'll take over for you. All right. Um, 
it's right here at the paragraph. If it, if they're spelling wrong, it's because you're reading it wrong. So you got it. So all right. So we just talked about the nurse getting picked up by the nurse scalpel. Jill. All right. So here's the thing. Yes. I want to say this real quick. I was thinking about this. So we are now at this point, effectively, a full hour into an hour and a half movie. We are at death nine of ten in the full movie. The first two deaths happened pretty fucking quickly, kind of back to back. And then the third death, Mr. Garrett, does not take place until well later into the movie. And then now you're on the ninth death. So, like, death three through nine fucking come at you just he's, rapid he's, fire. He's trying to pick everybody off in the hospital to get to her. Yes, but it's what, what I'm. What my point is, is that it's so weird that a. And again, this. The traditional slasher wasn't necessarily set in stone, but this time you obviously already had the first Halloween. You've already had a um, Friday the 13th and things like that, but it's 1981. They haven't had a ton of slashers. So this has such weird pacing as far as deaths go. You get you get the next six just rapid fire. It's so weird how the pacing goes through this, but the movie itself remains suspenseful throughout, which is fantastic as we're... I, you know, and I hate to say it because I'm such a big fan of the franchise, but it's not my favorite, is that, like, Friday the 13th, they don't keep the suspense going. There's a lot else that's going on that makes you feel comfortable, but that's what sets that franchise apart. It's like you get comfortable, you get relaxed, and it's like, boom, more kills. This, however, just keeps you suspense the entire time, and it's just one after the other once they actually get to it. So, all right, buddy, I haven't actually taken anything. And I would, I would actually say that in that, you know, Carpenter was against a lot of this, right? Well, he wrote like, everything. Well, him like, and Budweiser. Right. Yes, but yes. he wasn't a big fan of it, right? No. Well, well, actually, he and Deborah wrote it, the majority of it. But... Do that sound effect again. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look, that actually worked. Sorry, I was being facetious. <clears throat> One more time. You gotta say hospital. Ah! All right. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll pick it back. Mm. Pick it up where I left it off. Yeah, where you left off. Texas Nick, you got something you want to say? I had a thought, but I can't remember now. God All right. damn it. I'm getting old. All right, with most of our cats dead, that means that we can now enter our third act cat and mouse chase. Right? We still have 30 minutes left in the movie. Uh, Lori takes off down so, the corridors. And so we did talk about, again, the superhuman strength with picking up the nurse with a scalpel. It's yeah, in, it's he's in did. the first one. They Like reminiscent of Bob's death. Yes. Shooty fingers. We brought that up. I heard while I was, while I was filing my small peepee. <laughs> All right, so Lori runs we on the quarters and pulls a risky business slide, right, right, <laughs> and then heads and, down. And she can barely walk at this point, too. Right, so, like, her shit varies. Like, sometimes she's drug corpsed out, and then sometimes right. she's, like, fucking top light Chad, tearing ass down. Top light Chad! Top light so, Chad! So, if we remember right, what? She got stabbed in the shoulder. And, like, uh, and she cracked her dealy once. Right. Upon impact. Yeah, so, like, she drags her leg sometimes, and then sometimes it's, like, full-on Usain Bolt mm-hmm. down the hallway. I think it's when you got that uh, fear adrenaline popping, you're not worried about fucking a cast later on, you know? It's just striving to surviving. Well, there's not much of a cast <laughs> left, buddy. Fuck yeah, that was pretty punny, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, so she heads off down towards the basement. Down there, she runs into Mr. Garrett's dead-ass body who's suspended with a trouble light. I don't see why she's got to be so mad. He's just trying to shed some light on the situation. <laughs> Hang out. All right. Uh, uh, so she. this is the weirdest fucking thing to me. There's like a window in a basement. I have a window in my basement. 
No, that goes outside. This yeah, is the like, window yeah, goes outside. Most, no, most... it goes out to another part of the hospital. Yeah. Like, oh! oh! Okay, that wasn't on purpose. You keep this up, your ass is going to be in a health clinic. Wait, don't most windows go outside? Or no. to another So you're saying this window goes building? to another part of the hospital? No, no, this it'd be like, okay, if you see that picture right there. Facility? Medical it, health facility. I'm going to fucking strangle both of you. All right. <laughs> All right. And so I can get my dick hard. No, so like, see that wall right there? That doesn't go anywhere? Yeah. So if there was a fucking window there and you just climbed over it. Okay, I get you. So that, that's fucking weird to me. Maybe, All right. Maybe it was previously an exterior wall and they did some renovations. Nick, and I'll give you that. That sounds pretty fucking plausible, actually. That's all I can come up with. Or, yeah, fuck it. Let, or, or it's a horror movie, and they yes. always put the dumbest fucking escape yes. routes into the horror movies. Architectures, we are not. <laughs> so anyway, uh, fucking J- Jamie, <laughs> Lori, climbs <laughs> through the shit, and then Mike is in hot pursuit. Uh, so she avoids fucking... She squeezes through the ta-da, nick of time. Uh, then she finds an elevator and barely escapes Michael Myers. She then opens... Oh, that elevator... Also doesn't go up or down. It just the other side opens up, and then she fucking takes off through the lobby and runs out and hangs out in a yellow car. That is typical of many hospital elevators. They open on both sides. What do they do? Hospital! They? Damn it! All right, all right. I that was an accident. My bad. <laughs> See, all right. In the marshal's car, Marion drops a doozy of a bombshell on Loomis. That she drops a deuce in the hospital. No, none of those were those were none of the words I said. He said the magic word. We in gotta the, stop saying the magic in word. In the Marshall's car, Marion drops a doozy of a bombshell on Loomis that Dr. Dan Chalice is Bennett Tramer's dad. What? Or Laurie Strode is Michael Myers' younger sister. Loomis oh, Wait, wait, what what? Oh, sorry, buddy. Yeah, uh, Spoiler alert! You just ruined the entire series for me. No, I think Rob Zombie did that for us. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Loomis puts two and two together and realizes that Mike is Lori um, is in town and trying to kill Lori, so they need to get to the clinic, uh, medical clinic. Uh, so I will say that oh, I, wait. I know that we're going to get to it later in the trivia, but like Lori being Mike's sister, we've we've got these interwoven cutscenes before this, right. where like this girl is visiting this boy at a hot like a. Uh, institute. There's flashes that she yeah, can't remember. And uh, like right. that is my that is my Mike Myers. Like that is that is the way like that is my understanding. I grew up with it. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it ruined my childhood. No, they but they don't have the same name. How can she possibly be? Well, well after this break, let, we'll break it down for you. Well, Loomis puts two and two together and realizes that Mike is in town to kill Lori and they need to get to the Hospital. Uh, <laughs> the marshal tells Loomis he can't do that, so Loomis pulls out his piece and fires off a warning round inside the car, which, don't do that. I fucking love this scene, too. He's like, what do you fellas do? Fire a warning shot! <laughs> and it's like, uh, I'm sorry, Loomis, what did you say? <laughs> There's a, just a, I shot him! <laughs> All right. So we're also So one. deputy fucking death now. We're also one round down. <laughs> yeah. So let's keep track of the rounds. This All is right. the fun of it. All right. And they head back to HMH. What's that stand for? Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. Hospital! Like you're mad at drinking. Like drinking did you wrong. No, I need to apologize to our listeners. 
No, that he, they're not keeping up with our drinking game. <laughs> we are making a good time for you. We've got like four listeners. One was in the room with us. No, he he did drinking wrong. That's the opposite. <laughs> Should I like spit it back in the bottle? <laughs> Give me a minute, guys. We, all right, we know that you apologize to it for not asking permission first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll get right on that. All right. <laughs> Back to the parking lot, Lori's still just hiding out when suddenly a figure approaches the driver's side. Dun, 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 dun. It's just Jimmy, and he looks at Lori and tells her that everything's gonna be okay. Then he fucking uh, concusses the fuck out and slams his head on the horn. And this is when he dreams of the last Starfighter. Wait, on the horn? What'd I say? You said it on the horn. No, it's just... Passes it. Yeah. Yeah. He pulls a Tony LaRusa. Oh, wow. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> wow. That's for our few sports fan listeners. Uh, sports ball. Did so, you? So he pulls an Eric Krieger. <laughs> I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it. So we do have to say, too, I mean, I have to say, like, still the music is the whole thing, right? Oh, so yeah. Carpenter is Dude. still... Even though he was partially involved, if you will. I mean, the music is they still... They took the classic, iconic, you know, theme, and they somehow made it better. Like, you get these boisterous, bombastic, giant steel drums and shit, and I'm not a music guy, but they're, they up the game with the synth yes. and shit, and... My God! The score here but, is... I wouldn't say it's better. I would say that it's on par, and but just more intense. I'd say more... Uh, yeah, intense or and sinister. But the movie's more intense. The the use of the score because like you'll go like when she's in the parking lot, it's completely silent, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, yes, like it hits you in the chest. It does it's hardcore. Yeah. All right, gang, let's power through this real quick. We don't right. have a lot left. She jumps out of the car for fear of Mike will show up and start stabbing again, but she's still weak. From the exhaustion, or she's weak from the exhaustion of the chase. Loomis, Marion, and the Marshall roll up to the hospital. <laughs> oh fuck, howdy! All right, uh, we'll make it through this. Um, and the hurdy gurdies to look for her, but she's too weak to scream. Uh, crawling towards the car, she manages to scream out for help, but everybody's already inside. Michael appears out of nowhere. They're already dead. Aren't we all already dead, though? <laughs> aren't there only like, Put an X in your head. Aren't there only two people left in the entire cast at this point? Well, we got James, we got Lumi, we got Marion, and we got Boner Tits, the Marshal. I think his name's like... Oh, Terrence Gummel. Terrence Gummel. I'm not calling him that. He's the fucking Marshal. Wait, so he's Brian Gumble's brother? White Adopted. Face. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's adopted. M- minority status. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right, Michael appears out of nowhere, and Lori magically has the strength to run towards the main doors that won't open due to those confangled new technology magnetic locks. Loomis lets her in at the very last second, but Michael's not worried about any stupid locks. He brought his face, and he just walks right through that fucking plate glass door. Doors? How do they work? Loomis pulls out his sense of security and shoots Mikey, (laughs) count it with me, five times. Five dropping him so now we're out now we're out six bullets yeah okay now, now we're empty okay yes he then tells Marion to radio deputy hunt and rally the cops at the hospital hospital oh! all right almost there almost there 
At this point, Marshall Dum Dum walks over to Mikey's body to investigate. Clearly, this morn has not been paying attention to anything Dr. Loomis has been saying all goddamn night. Or that Dr. Jordan, or whatever the fuck or anybody's been telling him. So, Mikey springs to life and splits his throat. Death well, number 10. He, he was warned twice, though. Not a once, but a twice. Yes. Don't! Don't touch him! Don't even look at him! Death number 10, Marshall Terrence Gumble. He bled out like a stuck pig. <laughs> All Black right. Lives Matter. Yes, yes, yes. All Cops right. are dead. But it, but it's also funny that they For say... For they do. They say, BLM. don't go near his body, yet when... He stopped breathing! No, but when the nurse runs out to go to the car, yeah. she literally walks over the top of the body. Which is a horror movie <laughs> faux pas. You're mm-hmm. correct. Texas Nick. Because how many times have you seen that shit blow up in the yeah. face? He, he's still breathing. In his defense, so, so he's still breathing. So well, you know what? So was Annie when they wheeled her out on a fucking gurney. Right. But Private Gummel point? here has not been a part of the hunt the entire time, as where Deputy Hunt has been. So I, maybe he's just a little new to the whole experience. I don't know. So wait, Private Hunt and Deputy Hunt are different. No, people? Private Gummel or Terrence oh, Gummel. Okay. And then Deputy Hunt. So Bryant Gumbel's brother. <laughs> All right, gotcha. boys, I'm going to take it on home real quick. A very Slam it home. Bottle the egg. A very slow chase ensues. As much as I love the iconic Halloween theme, I would totally be all right if they played one of those 70s Scooby-Doo chase themes in here instead. You know, like, because this just goes on. It's Running between opposite doors. I'm yes. in love with an ostrich. <laughs> Daydreaming. Hey, ain't it grand? Daydreaming, heads in the sand. I'm in love with an eye. Okay, I'm in love with a. So Mike goes, he looks in a fucking drawer and he doesn't see anything. And then fucking Jamie pops up from the other file cabinet. And then Lewis pops out of the other one and they honk his nose. (laughs) (laughs) No, they fucking stooge poke his eyes. And they all follow each other in the same door but come out four different doors. Fucking Lori's right. Three people come out of four different doors. It's fucking Dr. Daniel Chalice from Halloween 3. It's like, wrong movie, buddy's like, fuck it, where's your bitches and your beard? Where's your underage women and your Miller Lite? That's a stupid question. <laughs> all right, all right. Outside, Marion Chambers on the walkie-talkie, and I love how she straight up tells that dude, look, I don't give a... Get sin... I like how Marion, this nurse, She's Nurse Marion Chambers can... Use a walkie-talkie, but Nurse now, Janet could not fucking figure it out. Janet's a fucking chud. Marion is a fucking hardcore bitch. All That's right. why she's in a few of these. Send them all. <laughs> all right. Uh, Loomis and Lori kind of painted themselves in a corner by holding up in a room. Why are they painting? Metaphorically painting themselves oh, in a corner. Oh, gotcha. All okay, right. my bad. Mike's tired of this bullshit and smashes through the door like a Cincinnati Jeff at the all-you-can-eat butt buffet. <laughs> Now check this shit out. I'm going to get real deep here. I, I need you guys to just strap in for a second. This is some deep right. shit. All right. Deep cut. All right. Loomis goes to shoot Mikey, but his gun is empty. But only this time prior, he shot him five times. So he shot him seven times. Uh, uh. No, no, he shot the warning shot. He was empty. Remember? Shut up, Logic. <laughs> it was a dud. He put his pinky tip in there. He took Bennett... 
Tramer's fucking corpse finger and put it in there because it's like I no, can't afford. It's the af- fillings. I can't afford to be wasting these bullets anymore. He grabbed that's, his fillings from the fucking autopsy. Yeah, he was like, "This will make good guns." All right, so that's just edit out DNA. Edit out everything Texas Nick said since the beginning of the episode. <laughs> and seven plus five equals twelve. Six times two equals twelve. Twelve times. Twelve times twelve equals one hundred and twenty. The runtime in the movie is one hundred and thirty-two minutes. One hundred and twenty minus thirty-two is thirteen. Add all those numbers up, and what do you get? You get a sequence of numbers. Then you convert them over to the alphabetic equation. What does it spell? Bennett Tramer died for your sins. (laughs) So, this is the Fibonacci sequence. (laughs) All right. Anyway, back to the story of the movie, and not my bullshit. Mike stabbed Loomis in the gut, and uh, he falls over. Honestly, were you really counting on Loomis being good in a fight? No, he's no Tom Atkins. Right. All right. Not in a a physical up-close fight. No, if we need somebody to say cryptic spooky shit and flail a gun around, we got him. Hey, in the first one, he did a pretty good job. Pretty good job! He he went down super quick, too. Yeah. Like, it was was an instant, oh, I'm dead. Oh, shit, I'm dead now, fuck. I'm going to fall over, I'm dead. All right. And and he had a lot of padding, like some of us. Yeah, the man knows uh, corned beef and cabbage. He's driven home. He's had some Denny more. (laughs) (laughs) He's had a couple cans. All right. Uh, Mike approaches Lori, and she calls him by his name, and it kind of fucks with him for a second. Like, like, uh... Michael! was saying... He lowers the scalpel and kind of does a dog head thing. And then uh, then he keeps stepping. Twice. Not a once, but a twice. But not a thrice. Or a twice. Or a f- stop. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, he keeps stepping. And Lori's like, I told you where the where the line was. And fucking that, that boom. Was a, that was a good Monty Python <laughs> reference, by the way. Was that that a, you were trying to get in there. I wasn't even trying. I guess yeah. it's just default. All right. Yeah, blows his fucking eyeballs out. And so he starts blind swinging. Kind of shit. So Lumi, who wasn't down for the count, gets up. That this is this is good that too because he's awesome sack of shit. Just fucking and you can hear it. Through you the can air. hear yeah. it, right? Yeah, good fully effect. And how this. how good of a fucking shot is she? Right? She's fucking makes out of nowhere. Hawkeye just look like boom, a jack off. Boom boom, right in both eyes. Um. All right. So then, like Doctor Loomis gets up and turns an oxygen tank on, and it makes a hiss. Now, Mike, I get it. Like you're not good at the thinkings. So, Lori doesn't normally sound like a cobra, so that's cool. So, just go and swing your fucking scalpel and... Oh, ah, where's my scalpel? Ah, ah. what my mom used to tell me. Yeah. If they're not careful, they're going to blow up the hospital. Right. Hospital! Uh, Mike then... Um, anyway. I just peed myself a little. <laughs> Loomis tells Lori, get out now! Well, like, Deadeye Lori. Uh, then she hauls ass out of there. Loomis pulls out a very familiar lighter and says, It's tied, Michael. Then he flicks his big. What color was that? It was yellow. That's weird. So, so, so he looks at me and says, Mikey, got a light? Oh, <laughs> shit, dude. That's even better. Have the hospital explodes. Hospital! And- <laughs> oh, God damn it. Just take half a drink because there's only half the hospital. <laughs> Actually, it was only that one room is what it looked like. <laughs> I, I, I can't do back. the math on that. All right. But still, so... Okay. Hold up. Let me, let me power through okay. this. Okay. All right. Half the hospital explodes, and clearly Michael and Loomis must be dead. Lori pops up around uh, the water cooler she took for a fuge earlier and notice that Michael Myers is pretty 
stubborn when it comes to dying. He comes casually wha- whacking, whoa, <laughs> walking on fire, out of the fire, still on fire. and Again, then his, comes casually, no consent. And quickly is subdued by the fire. Take a beat. Fire. Later outside the Hattonfield Memorial Hospital, the fire department Hospital. and police are there Hospital. cleaning up whatever... They fucking load Lori into another ambulance to take her to another medical care center. <laughs> Clinic facility. She blankly stares into the void because the poor girl has been through some shit. Because that's, that's what she wants us to go to another fucking hospital. And to you, Nachos and Werewolf. Thanks, guys. Well done. You have put up with us all night. <sighs> what was the shittiest pun out of all that? Out of all the deaths, was every, it the eyeball one? Every, everything you said. Actually, I like the eyeball one. I thought it was pretty fun. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> all right. You guys ready for... Do you kids want to see a dead body? Go ahead and rattle this off while I make wee-wee water in the toilet. You got it. All right, so we've got ten deaths. That's right. One off screen. <laughs> Pardon me. Number one, Alice Martin, stabbed in the chest with a knife. Number two... Ben Tramer, hit by a police car, then blown up. Poor baby. Number three, Mr. Garrett, hitting that with a claw hammer. Walmart. Number four, Bud Scartoli, strangled with a phone cord. Come on, boys, go. Which actually you don't see. You see him strangled, but it's a phone cord. He gets strangled with the phone cord. That was a like missed. I said, coming while he's going. That was a missed call. <laughs> Number five, Karen Bailey, drowning in the boiling hot tub. Bobbing for movies. Number six. Frederick, Dr. Frederick Mixter stabbed in the eye with the syringe. I never saw it coming. Got squatched. Squatched. Number seven, Janet Marshall injected in the head with air bubbles. Bitches in their head. Number eight, Virginia Alves, blood drained by the IV off screen. This blood's for you. Number nine, Jill Franco stabbed in the back with a scalpel. She's pretty stuck up. Number 10, Terrence Gummel, throat slit with a scalpel. Fuck the police. All right, now, favorite deaths. Oh. What is your favorite death? Guests always go first. Texas Nick, what is your favorite death? There's no wrong answer until there's a wrong answer. Well, since I can't remember her name, the uh, the nurse. Super boobs? Yeah, no. With, I mean, anybody to get picked up off the ground by a scalpel. Oh, that was uh, Jill Franco. Jill Franco. Jill Franco. Yeah, that was amazing. It's actually James Franco in drag, but he does it well. Like, literally. Because the way they pan... And you see her feet start lifting off the floor. Like, mm-hmm. And it's not just a couple of inches. It's like a foot or more. All right, Nachos, your favorite death, buddy. Oh, shit. So, like, this movie has a bunch of iconic deaths. I mean, we get fucking hospital blart mall cop getting a fucking hammer to the head. Uh, the security guard from... Yeah, Mr. Garrett. He didn't Uh, get a segue up his ass, though. Not this time. Uh, Speaking of that segue, uh, let's jump into uh, fucking bobbing for boobies, dude. You can't not, because that's that's a good... Goddamn, I'll say it. It's Dr. Mixter with that fucking syringe in the eyeball that's so gross. I mean, there's so many good kills in this movie. But I give it to Dr. Mixter. But those titties, though. How about you, Cincinnati? So, I'm kind of surprised, because I actually thought everybody had the same one here. Uh, I went Ben Tramer as the my favorite death, because... Too soon! The one that was not caused by Mike. It's a funny scene. 
Oh, hilarious. <laughs> you know, because the cops just fucking murder and then just take fire. off. And then, but just the overall, like, you know, like, atmosphere of that scene compared to the entire movie where, like, Mike's the responsible party for all of them except this one person, right? This one. And they talk about him several times throughout the movie. It just makes it my favorite death because Mike had nothing to do with it. The but cops he, did. It's like 9-11. You still can't really talk about it. It's still too fresh. <laughs> it was it was too easy, especially with the albino Shatner mask. I mean... I like it. It's too soon. All right, you guys ready for some stuff you should know? Okay. Oh, greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle? All right, so... The mask Michael wears is the exact same mask, uh, repainted, uh, modified Captain Kirk mask, right? We understand that. Mm-hmm. Worn in the original Halloween film, 1978. It looks different in the sequel because the paint had faded due to a few reasons. Uh, first, because Nick Castle kept the original Michael mask in his back pocket during shoots from the first movie. Also, Deborah Hill kept the mask under her bed after the movie was filmed. And she was a chain smoker. Chain smoker. Several years. That's kind of weird. Um, until Halloween 2, but it was collecting dust and it was yellow because Deborah Hill was a heavy chain smoker. Also, the mask appears whiter because Dick Warlock is shorter and stockier than Nick Castle. So the mask fit his head differently. As the producers thought it would be the final sequel in the film or in the series, they let Warlock keep the mask, scalpel, boots, jumpsuit, and knife that he used during the filming of this movie. And the pumpkin themed thong. When producers realized they had made a mistake, I'm sorry. Uh, when they decided to revive Michael in Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers, the producers realized they made a mistake and never again gave props out to the cast and crew. Therefore, subsequent sequels used different masks that looked rather different, which we will, we've talked about and we'll definitely call out further on. Dick Warlock later sold those props that he kept to a haunted house owner in Ohio in 2003. What the fuck, what Dick? A dickhead. Like a wizard of dicks. Like a dick warlock. Fucking Richard. Nancy. We're all 12. This is neat. (laughs) To get the role of Michael Myers, Dick Warlock revealed uh, that he had passed by a room, saw the Michael Myers mask on a table. He put it on, walked into Rick Rosenthal's office, and stood there. After Rosenthal continuously asked him who he was, he didn't reply. He eventually. Just, you know, he stood there just silently. He took the mask off and asked if he could play Michael Myers. Rosenthal's like, yep. That's how you get it. That's a great story. John Carpenter and Deborah Hill had no interest in making the sequel as they believed the original script, Carpenter, you know, or sorry, they believed the original Halloween and it was a standalone movie. One and done. When the studio offered them more money to write the script, Carpenter took the job so he could earn back what he believed was owed back pay. Uh, at the time, Carpenter had seen little earnings of the original film. However, he admitted that he earned significant back pay uh, on a much-ended salary at a later date. Like a George Lucas kind of affair? How, no, Lucas made all his money on toys. Merchandise! So I think I think I heard something today that the, the movie was, what, $300,000 to make? And they, you heard that on the, on the uh, Halloween 1 episode that we did. But I believe they made... 20- 47 million. Yeah. It was a significant... Mm-hmm. I want that. And he got, he got a big chunk of that in the bag. I need that ROI. 
However, the script was not forming out as well as he thought, and he personally stated that the only thing helping him through the screenplay process was a six-pack of Budweiser every day. Thank you, Nachos McWerewolf. hey Which led uh, to what he believes an inferior script and bad choices in the movie's story. He later called Halloween 2 an abomination and a horrible movie. Yeah, my parents call me that, too, and their sex tape, so whatever. Here's the thing that I want to say about John Carpenter that... He's awesome. Yes, but isn't normally said about other guys that do these type of movies. Carpenter is not a fan of sequels. He doesn't do many of them. Escape from L.A., bitch. I didn't say any, I said many. <laughs> he doesn't do many sequels. That's not his thing. It's he's he's wants to do one and done, then he moves on, right? Consider like the Stephen King all, of horror. Like Stephen King point. writes the book. He hardly ever does a sequel to his book. When he does, it's because he's ready for it. He's like, the world's ready, I'm ready, I've got a good idea. I got you. Now, let's make money off it, Or Carpenter's not like that the story was written yeah, that way. Carpenter's not like, let's just shell right. these out. And not saying that like and it, it's 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 a treacherous like road to go down because like well Wes Craven wouldn't necessarily you know like he had he had things to do with parts of of the later Nightmare series he had everything to do with the sequels or the Scream series but like Sean Cunningham that guy's just a money grabbing fucking bastard so with Carpenter and as being one what, of the early wait, slashers gonna, he wait, was just kind of like that? look I just want to make this one movie and I want to move on so like Carpenter's just not a big sequel guy it's it's apparent. He's like, In I need to make work. Starman 2. I, I think it's also, like, <laughs> super apparent when you hear Carpenter talking about it, and all he says, he doesn't call him Michael, he calls him the shape. The shape. The shape. Like, that's all he referred, and he was like, I just said all my nuts. The shape is, you know, <laughs> we killed the shape off. And, like, he kept trying to kill him off, and then Miramax and everybody else kept trying to bring him back in the other movies, which was where that Rub came. So, producer writer John Carpenter didn't like Rick Rosenthal's first version of the film, believing it to be as scary as an episode of Quincy M.E. A re-edit was done, but Carpenter still found it too tame. So he took over the editing process to speed up the action. He also shot a few gory scenes himself that were added into the film, despite Rosenthal's objections. I didn't know that. This annoyed Rosenthal because he wanted the sequel to emulate the original, which was avoided of explicit violence and gore in favor of a well-crafted suspense and terror film. In fact, Carpenter had intended for Halloween 2 to do just that, but the success of the new wave of slasher films in 1979 and 1980 made him afraid that the film, which was scary and rated R, but lacked bloodshed and nudity would do poorly in the box office, leading to the extra graphic material inclusions. He later said that he thought that Rosenthal didn't have the feeling for what was going on with the film. We need titties. Give me bloody boobies. Pretty much. This was the only Halloween film to show the morning after the 31st. Every other the Halloween movie ends Bill. the Halloween night. Mm, yeah, yeah. Maybe. This film is set immediately after the first Halloween film, 1978. Since Jamie Lee Curtis had begun to wear much shorter hairstyles in the 1980s, she wore a wig that matched her original hairstyle for the film. I thought it looked, her wig looked great. I don't know why everybody's fucking spazzing shit about that. It was a shitty wig. It, it, it's it, it, it looks like obvious. Hair. I, I don't know wigology. All right, moving on. 
John Carpenter turned down an offer to direct, as he initially had no desire to be involved in the proper or in the project anyway. However, several of his people convinced him to stay involved in a small capacity like executive producer so that he could at least earn a little bit of money on the franchise that he started. Malika Khan? He also liked the fact that he could uh, help a new director with a chance to make a movie. Uh, so as the first film had done for him, right? So like, hey, like, you know, I'm the... You're the new guy. I got famous from doing this. It Let me help, help you out, you out buddy. So, kind of shit. So, and he and Deborah Hill were doing the anal. <laughs> they were. I mean, well, the well, fog at this yes, point. The fog was in process, right? Oh, uh, I was out. It was out this year. I love the fog. But well, it, it came out the same year. She's so probably writing right. at the same time. But it was, and there was the argument there with the studio. Yes. And, yeah. So he ended up producing and writing the screenplay, and later got involved with editing and reshoots as well. Uh, he then asked NBC to shoot additional footage for the. T- he's then asked by NBC to shoot additional footage for the TV version of Halloween, the original. The Cincinnati best. Jeff, have you been drinking a lot? Okay. The Since TV the original version, version was too version short for the ever. network, he also oversaw the filming of those scenes while Halloween Two was being shot. So that's why, which we talked about in the first episode, Lori's got the wig on. People look a little bit different. Wait, how many of those reshoots were in a hospital? Hospital. See, it's funny when I'm doing it. <laughs> well, La- last one here. An interview with John Carpenter revealed that the whole Michael and Lori being brother and sister was a consequence of an airing of the original Halloween 1978 on television. After NBC had obtained the television broadcast rights, they contacted him with a request for more footage since the film was too short for the intended time slot. Yeah, Carpenter, who was making little progress on on his Halloween two script, then convinced of the whole hidden family conception inspired by the Luke, I am your father, which is neat, right? This is inspired by Star Wars. His that revelation from Star Wars Episode V, uh, George Lucas. Daniel Chalice. Son of a bitch. The twist allowed him to film additional scenes for Halloween 1978, which retroactively dropped hints to this family connection, such as the scene uh, inside Michael's cell, uh, where the word sister is carved into the door. No, it's cistern. Get your shit right. And at the same time, serves a plot device There's to get everywhere. a new script going. Carpenter later said the brother thing was awful. Just awful. I disagree. Okay. Are we, are we at the uh, final thoughts? Or? Not yet. Okay. So just I'm going to start on this one because growing up, obviously, by the time I had gotten to digest these, the first six were out. I digest, sir. Right? So, no, no. When I mean Thank digest, you, I mean like friend. literally like sit oh, and digest these. I thought you meant digress. No, like I got oh. to digest these films. The first six, or well, at least the first five, were out. the sixth one came out when I was 11. Um, Michael was... The brother of Laurie Strode. The story makes sense. It's not a problem. It's not bad. At all. It's, it's not an issue. John Carpenter wanted it to be just a killer who went after just random women. That's fun. That's the fine. The babysitter killer. And I, and I get that. But when you do a sequel and like, you, hey, you took a paycheck, so don't be mad at it. Don't, don't piss on your own work. That's not me. My personal opinion, that's not okay. Like, you did a good job. You did a really good job here. Is it the first one? No. Is it still fucking fantastic? Yes. Is it better than fucking Jason Takes Vancouver? Absolutely. Like, don't don't piss on the work that you've done. And the, the fact that the sequels take these a little step further, while they might not be as good as what you did, 
this is still good writing right here. I enjoy this. Not just McWerewolf. What do you think? Uh, if Michael Myers was in the Wu-Tang Clan, would he be the babysitter killer? <laughs> Texas Nick, what do you think? So, I kind of agree, but the way they did the timelines got all fucked up down the way, right? Way later down the way, yeah, that didn't but, get good. But, but this the second but, one, it, it does well. But even on this one, I mean, it's all this, hey, so this is Michael's sister... The parents got scared. They the parents died in a yeah. It's car crash. They don't the, really the talk about it in this die movie. in a car wreck. She becomes a foster kid. Somebody else adopts her. She becomes a strip. Like there's a stro, so not a stripper. You're thinking the wrong timeline, buddy. <laughs> but there's so many convoluted. Lori Strode and Shane her, showing her butthole for quarters. Yes, she is. But there's so many. There's a lot of convoluted shit that keeps coming up, right? And it's like it gets confusing. Of okay. And the then, more they delve into it, the more confusing it gets because yes. they don't do a good job of it. But I would say that with this one, it's simple enough. Lori's his sister. She's somehow adopted. No, but I can explain. That's all you needed to make sense. They explained this. Sorry, not to shit on your toes or anything. No, but uh, when Mary right. when Marion Chambers I like is when ex- you shit on my toes. <laughs> I need that five bucks too, homie. Let me take my I, shoes off. I got to get gas to drive home. <laughs> no, it's uh. So they explained it as Marion. Uh, Woman explains to Loomis in the back of the Marshall's car, uh, it's Lori was born two years before Michael was committed and then got adopted two years or uh, and then yeah, got adopted two yeah. years after they so died. She, she or he two, got committed. She was two years old mm-hmm. when he got when he committed the murders. Yo, real talk, where the fuck was she? In well, that yeah, exactly. So in the original Halloween. I think she's across the, the par- street with the par- Mrs. Yeah, the parents are at a fucking dinner orgy, with all orgy. these other guys, so where's she? She could be anywhere. I mean, it's a halfway decent sized house. I mean, we see it later with fucking Rick Rosenthal and Busta Rhymes. What I know is that all you see is the living room, the stairwell, and then uh, Judith Meyer's room. You mean the titty chamber? The titty chamber. Yeah, that's all you see. So, I mean, there's plenty of house. There could be a bathroom, baby's room. I mean, I had a baby's room. I got a baby's room. Your house is way bigger than Meyer's house, dude. (laughs) That's a big ass fucking house. I think that's in the, part five. It's got a fucking like tourniquet fucking stairwell. No, uh, part five is a fucking it's like a goddamn castle. Nukester. <laughs> yeah, it's I, got a terrace. I think that's the Budweiser Go ahead, talking. All right, Budweiser well, no, created in, in a Carpenter's writing. Right? They're trying to create all this shit. You know what? Like, I'll explain this because this is how they tackle it in Halloween Six. Across the street, Mrs. Not Elrod. You know the chick. The one has, that had the bloody fucking sandwiches she would We are getting sideways, boys, because you got to save it for... Now, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it! <laughs> it's time for the final cuts. You guys are getting there. So, final cuts. Your thoughts. Final thoughts on the movie's uninterrupted. Tell me what you thought of the movie, and then what you would rate it. One out of ten. And then, was is it worth a watching? So, Texas Nick, you have the floor, sir. Go ahead. So... I love. I actually really love the movie. A um, couple of things, crazy stuff. You know, Michael busts at the end. He busts through that fucking glass door like it's nothing, and then he can't get through a wooden door. He gets there, man. It it takes him like ten minutes, and then we're opening bottles of oxygen and ether, and nobody's passing out. And just <laughs> all all the fun stuff at the end there, but party um, fun. Yeah. So I mean, on a scale of ten, I give it. I actually give this one an eight. I really, 
like I said, the Halloween stuff, it's my favorite. I So is this is this worth is, a watch? Number one is my favorite. Yes, this one is absolutely worth a watch. Okay. Nachos? I give it an eight. Eight. Okay. Um so I'm gonna help Texas Nick back to his car later tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure he gets there real safe. Hell no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, I fucking love this movie, but on deep, you know, fucking analyst, analyzm of this fucking movie, it's flawed. It's flawed as fuck. There's pacing issues. That's the fun of it. But, uh, and I, so not to cut you up, but I, I cut those down while you were taking the pee pee earlier. Cause like, it's like death one and two, kind of, this is your face. Back and forth. Ah! And then, Death three through nine happen it very fast quickly. and you so now you're at the hour mark and kill. you're like I still have thirty fucking minutes of this movie left. Yeah, taking notes on this. Yeah, the last twenty minutes kind of fucking breeze. What the fuck was that? By the Jesus Christ. By the way, I have said <laughs> what I, the fuck. Sorry, I am unfamiliar with so many of these buds. <laughs> just. Jesus. All right, I will give you a 50-second window to just go through and just randomly hit buds. I Jesus need to hear Jesus Christ. We're just a couple of pimps, no sir, hoes. Sir. Oh, what? Are you telling me the man who tried to put a rubber fist in my anus was a homosexual? What the it's, fuck? Yeah, keep that one good. No, no, keep the red one. It's a boy. God damn it. Bag up, bag up. Bag up, Terry. Put it in reverse, <laughs> I have to. <laughs> you like that one? That's a fucking callback from the Silver Bullet episode. You're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Back it up, Terry. Back it up. Oh fuck, howdy. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, okay. I'm playing. I have to say, say that last music you played though kind of reminded me of So Close. Let your soul glow. Dude, I was at the Goodwill and I found that shirt and we were way off topic. What All the right. fuck are we talking about? Yeah, dude, the color of my uh, palm is monkey wrench. The, what? The oh. pacing issues. Yeah, so pacing issues. Uh, it This movie has its faults, but you know what? This movie takes everything I loved about the original Halloween and just twists its nipples up to 11. You got the best tits. You got some killer gore. And uh, sadly, Jamie Lee Curtis is barely in this uh she is barely in this yes i mean like she's barely in this it, yes, it's not loomis's movie i think it's like an equal cut of the three and sheriff bracket i hate to see you go buddy but uh somebody has to tell my wife <laughs> real talk i give this movie uh, out of hee-haw no i give this movie Eight and a half syringes to the eyeball out of ten. I love this movie. I will die on this fucking hill. But Was, is it worth it? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so worth it. Now, I'm really surprised at this because you gave the last one ten out of ten. Yeah, it's Halloween, man. Dead serious. I know, but this is your first Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm taking off my rose-colored monocles that I taped together. You don't have to. Glasses. You don't have to. But uh, the TV edit's just so much better, guys. <laughs> All right, so... Hey, Cincinnati Jeff. What's up, buddy? Did you ask Texas Nick what his thoughts were? Yeah, we already did. Wait. Oh, okay. I have one more I forgot. Go ahead. I also find it interesting that the original was, what, 78? Mm-hmm. And in that period, there were, what, two Friday the 13th that came out? 
80, Before 81. We yeah. Uh, yeah. Too. Well, if we're jumping into that real quick, well, uh, just the fact that, that ha- there's the, the whole slasher kills. genre really right picked up. So it went from seventy-eight to eighty-one with what's considered the first, and then we go to the follow-up. It'd be that. Black Christmas, and I but think there was, was a whole bunch of other stuff. There was a ton of other stuff that came out, but didn't mean they were good. But for the mainstream, right? Yeah. So you get one Halloween, two Friday the Thirteenths. And then another Halloween. I just I found that kind of interesting. Well, this like, this came out in the same year as that. As, as, yeah, you as would Halloween Part Two, or sorry, not uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Two. So don't I'm, beat me up. I'm not looking at the whole. I will nut. All right, you. so this <laughs> movie, in there, Jeff. How do you feel about this? <laughs> yes, uh, this movie, in my opinion, is an immediate continuation of the first film and should be viewed as such directly after that movie. Every fucking time, right? So, as I said earlier, my wife not a big horror movie fan. He has the, written notes. This doesn't. I got a little bit here. So the first time, He's a little more professional. I got us, my wife apparently. to watch this film. I got her psyched to describe Halloween, which is my favorite horror movie of all time. It goes back and forth between Halloween and Night of the Living Dead. I got her to watch this, and I was like, here's what we got to do. We're watching this, and then we're watching Halloween 2, because you cannot watch one without the other, in my personal opinion. Because yeah. they go back-to-back so fucking Companion well. Companion piece. So okay. well. Now, granted, they are obviously different movies. They're, they are paced different. They're directed different, and I understand that. However, you got to take these two as they are. One... In the same. It's like the Back to the Future trilogy. Well, there's still synergy between them. Even yes, and that's are, what's important. Yeah. Plus, you've got uh, same actors, same the mass, the special effects, stuff like that. Like, it's fantastic. It's still and, in the family. And on top of it, it's still Shatner. Halloween is a masterpiece, but Halloween 2 checks all the boxes that an 80s slasher should. Even though it's 1981, it's got extra boobies. Extra gore. The Cadillac the fucking the kill count has doubled, literally doubled in this movie than it from the first one. And we were going from five to ten, and in twenty minutes. Yeah, no, no. I know that. Was, <laughs> they say the pacing's an issue, but even though the killing isn't happening all the time, and you're not getting that suspense from the music that you were before, you're getting a lot more suspense from just the hard. Like the areas that they're in, like the atmosphere is very difficult for those people. It's like, now I'm at the house, now I'm in the hospital. Like, Wait, things are where? scary. Oh, hospital! Hospital! Bush latte. So, I'm actually surprised that I'm giving the score that I am. I give it 10 warning shots out of 10. Yep. I, I, I put I it perfect gone, because I, I would have gone there, but I thought you would have frowned on me. No, I, I everyone, I get that a lot. People right, are like, I would, I would have went to. You're very intimidating, Cincinnati. I get a lot of flack on saying that I am too easy, too on, lenient, or yes, too flats, lenient on my flats. scores. But I don't think so because my opinion of the movie is like, look, if you enjoyed something about it, right? We're not the horrible horror podcast, which, by the way, you should check out. Who, Marshall and Aaron right. are great friends? Can I, can I change my vote? Sure. Nine and a half. Okay. Do it. 20 Nine out of 10. Actually. 20 yeah. out of 10. Yeah. I mean. It, if you get if you get something enjoyable out of this, the movie itself is worth it. But we, and take that one scene or two scenes or whatever it is that, that you like and say, is this, how good is this? Right? 
And that's what I that's what I take. Cause like we've watched some crap, and I'm like, man, I give it like a five or six, and not just like I give it a three or four. Miss Claus, right? But I, 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 if I enjoyed something out of this film, even if it's just one kill, I rate it a little bit higher because like the intent of this movie is not for me to dissect it and be this super over critical. Like cynical you know, jack off, exactly. Which I'm really good at. It's just like, look, the point of this is to make me just enjoy the film. I don't have to like divulge into it and be like, it put me in its place where I'm just like, I felt like I was the killer. I don't need to be this avant garde piece of shit. I just wanted a day. Did people just, die? Just did I see some titties? Did I see some blood? Yes, I did. All right, already you're probably a seven. All right, let's I'll, kick so, it up from there. So I would say that, like what Carpenter does, I mean. And I'm a music guy, but the score is what sets all of the Halloween movies apart. I mean, period. I don't. Care. I agree. Yeah, everybody knows the Friday the Thirteenth theme or whatever. But honestly, you hear the Halloween theme more. Nobody realizes it, but the way that they use it, of like in the the parking lot scene, right? It's dead silent. There's nothing going on. You know. She's running around trying to get in, and then all of a sudden... It Checking just, tires. It Yeah, and then all of a sudden it just hits, and it's like, holy shit. And it slaps, like, as the kids would say. Yeah, but, the, but that gets you more than yeah. Michael scaring you or the slashing. I mean, it's it's... That hits you deeper than anything. If you can... Yeah, if you can take something out of this that you would enjoy well, more than, per se, like, something... Other that like oh. like Evil Dead has the, the a certain ambiance to it, but like you like this, you know, the like score yeah. is amazing. Like it just helps you. It, for me, it helps me raise this movie just a little bit above that or something like that. that that's I, why I want to put this at another ten. Plus, I, it goes so well with the first one. And I believe you guys said the same thing about the first one. All right, on the last podcast, the the score just like elevated even more. I mean, they know how to use it. Plus, at this it. And I'll get to you, Nachos. But at this point in juncture, I'm not going anywhere. In, in <laughs> threw my keys on the roof, you asshole. In, in the horror, I ate them. Genre, shit. There were no movies that really took one and two and just married them together as well as Halloween one or two. You do have Friday Thirteenth and Friday Thirteenth Part Two, okay. but they are not married were, as well were, as this because they were that is connected. Because that. While it is connected, you've got to understand what happened to Alice and be like, what's going on no, here and shit were, like that. They felt disconnected. These, yes, these ones yes. go right back. It, it was. Yep, it's like min- a puzzle piece. A, min- a minute later. You sneezed. You went to the started. bathroom, you exactly. ran out, the second one started. Would you even know the fucking it's, difference? Exactly. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah, because it's, you know, four. That's where you start Friday, too. Later. You're like, okay. Alice is in her apartment, and she has an ice pick, I guess? And who's this guy? I assume it's a guy. Yeah, we're doing Friday the 13th Part 2 next, yeah? Yeah. Maybe. I'd like to. Nachos was on the pot for three years waiting. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, like, no other horror movie at the time had married itself to its predecessor like this movie. That's why I say the first one gets a 10 out of 10. This one goes right along with it. I go 9.5. You changing it up? Yeah. You know what? You can't change. <laughs> you can what, never change. That's what several of my ex-girlfriends have told me, and that's why they're in the bottom of Carlisle Lake. Because also, can we edit that went, out? They, they went to the hospital first. He meant Red Lake. Oh, that alcoholic beverage I drank was hilarious when we just did that with that joke. All right, uh, let's. Shoot. They're in a hospital. Hospital. All right. Um. We all no? have our answers and everything. I'm going to jump in real quick with one thing. I'll keep it brief. All right. I'm going to name 
Three characters from this movie. Do you think Tom Atkins could beat him up? All right, go for it, buddy. All right, Sheriff Lee Brackett. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Sure. Yes. Goddamn right. He knows his place. <laughs> All right. Dr. Loomis. No. What? Are you shitting me? Yeah. Dude, Loomis can shoot seven bullets out of a six-bullet Yes. Loomis is carrying a piece. Tom Atkins is not. You it, didn't say this is a straight street fight. We're just doing fucking yeah, Hadoukens the, and fucking elbow drops. The six shooter no. he's bringing is a fucking handle of Jim Beam. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. He literally fires seven rounds of a six round gun. I want That's Tom Atkins to win everything, but no. Loomis brings a fucking gun to this fight. Tom Atkins does not. I'm just hitting buttons now. How did this podcast end? And, <laughs> and do you ever see his like dead eye start drooping halfway through the movie? Like the got, review, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> Nick, he's got that lid Fuck. that like keeps dragging. All right, it's... so your third one, buddy. Go ahead. What is it? Markle Meems. Who? Markle Meems, the the killer. Markle Meems. Markle Meems. Oh, it's it's Michael Myers. Oh <laughs> shit, my bad. Sorry. It's it's McC- sorry. I was thinking about how he looks in part four. Um, so no, it's it's because he gets the French subtitles. It's Mikhail. I can't say that he would win or lose. I see Tom Atkins. I see how let's say Tom Atkins is in this movie instead of Laurie Strode. I see this movie ending the exact same way in a fire explosion. However, it's different because they are locked and started it. They are. Yes. Because they are locked in a fucking like battle of fucking bear hugs. And then the fucking hospital burns down around them. Who passes out from the ether first? Not Tom Atkins. <laughs> he turns the third one and says, oh, it's Wednesday. Okay, how is it that she gets behind a water cooler and an explosion? Well, she tears ass down there and then fucking, like, tucks a boo around It's it. not exactly <laughs> that far away from her. I mean, we we forgot to bring that part up. That's true. Like, You're not wrong. You know what? Like, literally, it was a water cooler that saved her from being evaporated. No, no, it was a water cooler. Cooler. And I just want to say this, Texas Nick, if I'm ever down in Texas, I'll look you up. I just want to say, Texas Bring Nick, thanks it. for being on the show tonight, buddy. Thanks really appreciate it. That was the shittiest high five ever. There we go. Was that audiable? It was good. All right. Hand hurts. Thanks you guys got anything me. to say? Texas Nick, before we go, anything to say? I got nothing. I'm out. Nachos? Touch a sucker, fuck it. All right. All right, so just want to say before drive, we go. Drive it like you own it and... Everybody, yeah. thanks for checking us out. You can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also at HereComesTheSpooky.com. You can email us at HereComesTheSpooky at gmail.com. And we made a lot of jokes tonight. I understand that. Here's the important thing right now. It's October 26, 2020. Do your best. Get out and vote. Get red, fucking blue, we don't care. Maybe not so much with the red. Just vote. It's important to vote. Whatever you feel, whatever you're passionate about, just vote. Make it purple like my dickhead when I choke it like it owes me money. That's right. We also made jokes. Obviously, the He Too movement. He Too. He Too. <laughs> the wow, Me is that Too a new movement. Thing we don't know about uh, Black Lives Matter. The important thing is, is we like, were, hey, you these, guys were fat these groups are shit. now getting voices. Please understand. Please listen to them. Black Lives Matter. The Me Too movement. All this is important. Check this stuff out. Make sure that if you are seeing anything, hearing anything, report it, vocalize it. Do your best. Be an activist. The most important thing you can do is support things like this. It's all we want to say. We're, again, we're not red. We're not blue. We're purple. We're fucking blood. I'm gripping that dickhead. Dirty blood. How about we just love each other? That's the most important thing. Thank you, Texas Nick. Yo, what about the YouTube movement? 
Uh, you, you know what? Is, Hold on. Is, what? Is, Since wait, you said that, no, that's you, actually pretty cool. Mewtwo is that like Mewtwo, like the Pokemon? Can like, I pee? Like that's lame. what? I no, no, no. Stay like, right here because you you brought this up. All right, let me shit. just clamp my dick hole shut real quick. Dude, you're pissing on the floor. Come on. No, my urethra is not that bad. Hold on, I want to look this up because it's actually very important that you said this because this is what Mewtwo says. Oh shit! In the first Pokemon movie, are you playing the clip or are you going to read it? I'm just going to read it. I'm should just going to read this. Should we bring it back? I see now that circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. Mewtwo, Pokemon. Mewtwo too. Right? Oh my god, did we just start a thing? Yeah. That's straight up. Alright, alright. Oh, hey, but we're out of this bitch. Wait, we gotta are we are we recording right now? Still, yeah. Could we don't? <laughs> I would uh he doesn't know the stay spooky thing. Oh we go. And remember to, to always, always stay, stay-